Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Hey, remember Auto Chess? <laughs> no. KZ, excellent. Oh, I found a rare doodah right there. And Mr. Feel. Want to play Dota Underlord? Here on Gigaboots. Bark, bark. The answer is no. <laughs> it's always no. It's always been no. It's always going to be no. There's, there is merely one moment in time when crazy people who lived on the west coast of the United States tried to convince me I did. <laughs> yes, it was very weird, but maybe the fastest has flamed out in a while. <laughs> I literally, I, I, if not for the giant bomb cast trying to convince me years ago <laughs> that that was uh, auto chess is huge. It's the best thing ever, and it was really just one host. <laughs> it was one host over there. Was it just I, Brad? It, no, no, it was Ben. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ben. Ben was a huge auto chess fan. Uh, if not for that, then I never would have even known it existed. What Great. a timeline that would have been. <laughs> so distinct. So different. Mm -hmm. Definitely <laughs> more memorable, right? <laughs> I would be a lesser person today if not for auto chess and listening to a crazy man try to describe it for minutes straight on a podcast. I'm like, uh, that sounds like a pyramid scheme. That's not a video. These don't sound like video game mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know about this one, guys. Yeah, every every time that's how it felt. Every single time it's like, well, you got the numbers, okay? And I'm like, that's okay. <laughs> is that exciting? This is my grounding point. <laughs> and the cornerstone of my understanding of this game is it's the one with numbers. Uh but yeah, that was that was a moment. Earlier today, I think because I was listening to Gersman's new podcast, that's when I remembered Auto Chess was a thing. Yeah, I think I'd rather play Sudoku. I would rather play Sudoku, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even a huge Sudoku fan, but I'm pretty sure I'd rather play Sudoku, and it's not even close. Uh, but I, I've been I've been up to stuff over the last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I played some video games. Ooh. Uh, my huh. car arrived for anyone who missed that news. So Woo! any games in the car? I can. Can you, can you yeah, does, it have, does it have well, Sonic like, like the Tesla, Tesla does? Yeah. The, they got games in there. <laughs> Could you imagine that large screen and it's just like, hey, crash your car. <sighs> I, can't even, I can't even start the thing without the car being like, hey, I know I'm a shiny screen and I hook up to your phone, but do not kill a person. <laughs> yes. It does this every time I start up and I just kind of chuckle. Because I'm like, you can't control me. <laughs> I didn't think to ask. Can you turn the screen off? I uh, thought this was America. I was like, what are you trying to impede on my freedoms? Uh, I don't know. Well, I, 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 remember I can adjust the brightness. Maybe if I adjusted it down to zero. Maybe. Because I, I know I'm like my Hondas from 10 years ago. Yeah. Or Hyundai. Hyundai. Or Hyundai. Yes. Everybody keeps saying Hyundai like it's Honda. And I'm like, none of us own Honda. Stop saying Right. That. Right. I know. That's, uh -huh. the, the, what we've been programmed to do as Americans. You're Hyundai. Yes. Hi, uh, it has a big bright screen that just says the time because you know it doesn't have a digital anything because it's it's, it's 10 it, years it's old 10 years it's old. 11 years old that's normal but i could just hit a button on it and it turns the whole screen off if i want to have complete like darkness on the dashboard if bob just wants to listen to drive yes he's listening to night call by kavinsky 
roaming around. His headlights are off. <laughs> Anyways. He won't stop me. Uh, <laughs> Bob shows up. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's me and Agro, and Bob's this, you know, every day he gives me a ride over here for two months, and and I'm like, it's me and Agro this time, and he's like, no, we made a deal, we made a deal, one person, <laughs> one package, and then he shoots Agro, and then we drive off. <laughs> Holy uh, shit! I assume if I lower the brightness to zero, it might turn it off. Okay, I assume. I don't actually know. Right. Because I wouldn't turn the screen off because it's really helpful for playing Pokemon Go. That's a joke. It does not put Pokemon Go on that. Could you imagine? Yeah, I was like, it's just probably like, get, like, spin the Pokestop. And I'm like, ooh! <laughs> 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 you, Road! I don't need that shit. I need potions. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish you could honestly say that happened and you did it. That would be really fucking funny. Uh, no, I did not. I did not. <laughs> it does not, as far as I know, put Pokemon <laughs> Go on the screen of the car. I I haven't tried to force it to. Maybe if I boot Pokemon it. Pokemon Go in your car. Right? Uh, maybe then it'll work. Like, yeah, my passenger will use it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, to be fair, Pokemon Go, anytime you're in a car, it's like, you're going pretty fast. Are you the passenger? And there's only one button. It's yes. <laughs> so when the cop pulls me over, uh-huh. he's like, I noticed you were playing a game on your phone. And I'm like, please, they had my family. The only thing I could choose was yes. <laughs> I had to lie to get them back. Uh, but anyways, been driving a lot of places, been listening to podcasts like Dib Chips. Um, and Jeff yeah, Dorsman's that. podcast. That's true. That was, that was a good $20. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, I went Pokemon going a lot. <laughs> like, no shit. Good. That's, that's what I did over the last week. Uh, you probably, yeah. I doubt this shows up in video because we use a relatively warm color temperature for the lights and the se camera sensors, but I have what you might call a tan or a sunburn. <laughs> It is very you know, you, light. You're you're a little pinkish. Yeah, it's it's see that's the thing. In person, it doesn't look red enough to be pinkish, mm -hmm. but it does look definitely not as pale as usual. Uh, because I did this for True. hours, multiple days in a row. Yeah, a sand, a sandburn. <laughs> that is correct. Mm. Much blush. Uh, yeah, it you, is. You, uh, you wandered. You wandered into a conical pit. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, this, this plan was pretty good. Okay. I got to zen out a bit. I got to come back to Pokemon Go. The last time I played Pokemon Go was a bit ago. So it's really cool to see even sixth gen or seventh gen Pokemon, I believe, are in. Crazy. So it's like, yeah. oh, Oranguru. Yeah, when stuff we stuff we're going to talk about later came mm -hmm. up, I'm like, they got this far already? <laughs> Yeah, no, they've got it, man. Fucking much like Hampton, which after two months finally had it. That's the slogan of the car dealer I got my car from. A what highly ironic slogan in 2022. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know sure. Hampton has it is the most misleading fucking promotional tagline I've had to deal with in forever. But I'm, I'm sure yeah, it used to be a little... <laughs> A little more fitting. <laughs> a little more fitting. They d Hampton I, I, will have it in the next six months, but you have two days to get it. Has it. And by it, we mean an order form and some patience. Uh, I don't <laughs> think I guess some of your money. 
Hampton has it as in your $500 pre-order. I actually don't think I told you. What's up? Uh, they explained to me why it took so long. Okay. And it's crazy because I assumed it took this long because of how hard it is to manufacture cars in the current chip shortage. Uh-huh. No. No? Shipping no. the cars. They literally will not move the truck until they can fully load it with an ass load of cars to bring to a place. Come on. So, imagine... That place was like a drought, and then the sky parts and just cars. So when I showed up, <laughs> it looked completely different than it had looked in months. Yeah, yeah, no, like every time I'd been there, it was just and that's, nothing but used cars. And it's not even them. That's how, like, everyone around here is. And, like, all the way up to, like, other state we went to right. for Gigaboots HQ. We were just looking at all the dealers, and it's just like, they don't have shit. No, None of, of them have shit. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what happened with that. That car is amazing, and I want to say thank you to everyone who financially supported the channel so I could have my first nice car in my entire life. Yeah. To get the order of magnitude scale conveyed properly, this is nearly, but not quite, ten times as expensive as my next nicest car. Oh, In the scale of cars Jesus. I've ever owned... I jumped 21 years into the future and a few thousand upward in original MSRP. <laughs> Good lord. Because the most I expensive think. car I've had other than this was about $3,800. As far as the bank knows, $3,500. But my parents were the ones who made the deal. And they're like, you'll just pay them off, off the record. And I'm like, why would I do that? And they're like, shut up. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay. I'm a child you know, and don't understand taxes. That seems like really weird to do for such a low amount. Like that well, seems it was unnecessary. So, so yeah, but that's the thing. He had a number, and my loan could only go. But anyway, that thing was like 3,800, right? Uh huh. Technically, I think through the loans, 3,500. This car, because I got the 10-year warranty because it's a hybrid and. I already, like, growing up in a family of mechanics, I already don't trust cars. Right. <laughs> the, those motherfuckers break down. You do not know when you're going to end up with a Pontiac Grand Am 99 that is just <laughs> going to integrate too many parts into one part that has is, uh, like, a problem, right? And it just keeps breaking. You don't know when you end up with that car. Mm-hmm. So... I got the 10-year warranty. Okay. So that upped the price by eighteen hundred, but it was. I mean, if you know cars, you ten know years. How, yeah, you like, know how quickly you can burn through eighteen hundred repairing. A car. Yeah, it was like that's one visit. That's one thing going wrong. It yeah. doesn't fix the problem. Uh, so this car was nearly thirty k. So when you look at my my next most expensive car was thirty eight hundred. Hmm. Yeah, that's insane. So this car is, uh, for all uh, intents and purposes, from the perspective of a person who has gone his entire life without working AC in his cars in Florida. This thing's all magic carpets and blowjobs. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I push a button on the steering wheel. And I'm like, text Bob. And this premium high quality voice comes over it because it features Apple CarPlay. And it's like, Hey, what's up? What do you want to say to Bob? And I'm like, yeah, Siri, tell that bitch I'm heading over. And then Bob gets a text that says, tell that bitch I'm heading over. And he's like, who do I tell that to? <laughs> <laughs> this thing's magic. It's incredible. 
I will never financially recover. <laughs> right. uh, you know, that's, that's to- I won't recover from Bob texting me after that. <laughs> uh, it, um, uh... yeah, there's, there's like that moment of, man, this is going to be expensive, but I can do it. And then, then it's like, hey, this is how much the insurance is. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to be eating rice, huh? Oh, well, <laughs> this is going to be fine. But yeah, car's amazing. I really enjoyed Pokemon going. You get your Lily Pups. Oh, yeah. You get your Pedoves. Lots of fifth gens out there. Really nice. I was like, oh, nice. I missed Pokemon Day- Pokemon Days this week. You know, taking the yeah, week off from yeah. streaming. They had plenty of fifth gens there for me. I was very excited. What's the little rock Pokemon? Rock Dog from uh, Gen 5. Oh, it's Rock Dog. Rock Dog. Lichen Rock? No, before he's that. He's the puppy. Oh, they're from Gen Seven. Yeah, yeah. Rock, rock rough. rough, rock rough. Yeah, rock there we rough. go. Any, any of those? Gen five, I think. So I got I confused. I don't yeah. think so. There were plenty of seven gens. Where I'm like, I don't know what this is. What is this? This has got to be seven gen. <laughs> Looks it up. It is. Oh shit! Because for people who don't know, I played the first two whatevers. Big Kahuna's. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That of seventh gen. And then I, I and then I put the like game trials down. or or the Kahuna's. Yeah, I did. I did like two of those. I think maybe mm-hmm. three. And then I put the game down and I never came back. And that wasn't because it was bad quality. It was literally because it wasn't literally structured like a Pokemon game, so it didn't push my OCD in the exact ways it needed to be pushed to grip me until I was done. <laughs> you're you're and like I just that never came a back. Gym badge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My brain's that broken. I'm like, what, where are the gym badges? And they're like, well, these are. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> they're like, my Pokemon's slightly bigger and charges like a Super Saiyan. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. Mm. That's not a gym leader, though. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. Where's the trick rooms? I don't. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's. Uh, I'm excited for us to hit that point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gen 7's a lot of fun. Yes. It's really, really cool such a premium experience and i'm really glad that i got to at least see some fifth gen pokemon pokemon go this week Mm -hmm. pokemon go still pokemon go i have nothing meaningful i could possibly say about other than the pokestops are being invaded by rocket members oh no and you got to beat them up to get them off the thing and the best part is when you go to the pokestop and there's a rocket leader there the pokestop's all black Mm -hmm. and has an r above it and when you come up you spin the thing and you get a few items and then it goes and I shit you not, it slides the rocket member onto the screen and he's like, ha, 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 I've been stealing items. That's why you didn't get as many. I'm like, this gave me more than the other ones. <laughs> Who's stealing from those? <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, and they always do this. And it always does that. It always ends up, it gives me three items. And they're like, ha, ha, you would get more items if you defeated me. And I'm like, I got two from the last three. They should really. You idiot. <laughs> With the way you can choose factions in that. Uh-huh. It's weird you can't be a Team Rocket guy. Uh, right? They don't want you to be a terrorist. I, I just, did, but, you, did you know you can change that nowadays? You can Only change Pokemon. what faction you're on. That makes they, sense. They sell a, I, they sell a medallion. I think they I sold like, oh, something shit. for it before. I just, I, it, it was like, hey, you can get a team medallion. And I'm like, I would love to celebrate what team I'm on. And then I look at it. It's like change teams. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I was here to celebrate and represent. <laughs> you're like, what if you were a traitor bitch? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, uh, 
get this exclusive item that tells you you're a coward. I know, right? So, anyways, I've been. I've, I've been done really some doing war it. crimes. Luckily, I can buy this medallion, and then I will no longer be on the hook for those war crimes. Yeah, exactly. Those car bombs are behind me now. I think there's a system mm -hmm. like that in Elden Ring. There is a system like there'll be a system like that in the next uh, battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if the next Cold Ops or Black Ops Cold War was about that, that would be hilarious. And buy this badge. You didn't do any of those insurgencies. You didn't cause any insurrections. <laughs> John Bolton just covered head to toe in badges. <laughs> I have no recollection of any of this. <sighs> but uh yeah. That was fun. Moving past that. Uh I played the okay, so I played the Sonic Triple Trouble fan game titled Sonic Triple Trouble 16 bit. Ooh. I also played Ooh. this. Uh I played one level, and this is how weird and broken of a person I am. I played one level and I went, this isn't exactly the same. I have to go beat That's the correct. original. I did not do that. <laughs> I, put not, the game I, <laughs> I put the game down and immediately like went and beat the original. For a second, then I mean, wait, I, I have never... This is something I don't think I've ever revealed on any content. Okay. Um, I owned a Game Gear as a kid. And I had two games. I had Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. And I had Sonic Trickle Triple Trouble. And... <laughs> Somehow I beat Sonic the Hedgehog, which would be the Master System one, so it's, it's Real quick, fucking rough. To clarify, that is the one with the fucked up Antlion, correct? Or is that Sonic I, 2 on I Game I think Gear? that's 2. I don't recall an Antlion. Okay. I just recall, like, the jungle level where you're endlessly ascending and the jumps are really hard. Yeah, and the bridge level where it's like, everywhere you look, everywhere. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> uh, but, no! but I was like, I was like, well, I was never able to get through... Uh, Sonic Triple Trouble on Game Gear, but I'm I, I'm sure I can beat this. Mm-hmm. And I, I I had to do something else, so I only got through three three uh, zones. Okay. Well, I'll try to keep some of the spoilers to a minimum, and instead I'll focus on uh, Triple Trouble Original. Now I asked Doctor Agra for some advice, talking about games that you might, at some part of your person, know is. Uh, a piece of fucking shit, but you like the game, and you're never not gonna like the game. I figured he was a good person to ask, because of Vector Man. He's gonna listen to this podcast that? a few days from now and get fucking mad. Anyways. <laughs> did you just make up a fucking game? Yes, I did. So. Okay. Sonic Triple Trouble is a game that runs at between 12 and, and 60 frames per second, technically staying between 12 and 20 most of the time, frame yeah. rate and speed of the game fluctuating wildly at all times. It is a weird Sonic game. It is bizarre, truly bizarre. You get the Emerald. Oh, you, you're going to go teleport to the Emerald minigame? It's not a minigame. It's a weird dimension where all that exists here is you and Knack. <laughs> or Fang, what? as you might know them. Yeah, you go through some fucked up bouncy bubble fucking spring nightmare, and at the end of it is okay, just Okay, that is... Those are also the bonus stages from Sonic 1 and 2 on Master System. That explains a lot. Now, I guess I should have covered this when Feel said his thing. Um, I own... As a kid, and still, I believe. Triple Trouble, Tales Adventure, uh, and Blast. <laughs> I don't... 
I Man. don't. Ooh, Somehow I, I ended up with just Sonic 1 and 2 on Game Gear. I didn't and then get I ended any up with Sonics. all the rest except for Tail Sky Patrol, which never came out here, and thank God. And feel that levels aren't the same bonus levels because they have, they're the same kind of layout, but have really creepy music, and the hit detection doesn't yes, work that on the rings. True. Uh, yeah. they, well, by the way, they, they totally changed the, the Emerald mini game in that remake. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, the the <laughs> I turned to Bob like Bob and I were both just flabbergasted as as he saw me go from triple trouble to that, like back and forth. And I'm like, yeah, I'm playing your fan remake of triple trouble. What I definitely want is a bunch of shitty mini games you thought of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Now that's not to say they're the worst. They're not. I've played worse Sonic mini games <laughs> for emeralds, yeah. even. Uh, but it is just a weird situation to be in, where it's just like I, you didn't try to make the thing that was originally here. You made something else, which is interesting. I, I think the emerald one is neat because you were just racing knack to the emerald. Yeah. Hmm. And it does a thing that I I am fucking very grateful for because I've I've gotten like four in and they do become hard very quickly. Um, which is, uh, did, did you fuck up? Uh, burn a life and you get to try again. Yes, I appreciate that as a feature in every Sonic game. Uh, that's a brilliant addition to Sonic Origins. Sonic Mania should have had that feature. <sighs> I need that feature. That's important. Sonic mini games. It's the worst feeling in the world when it's just like. Oh, you just barely didn't win. Which, in one of those races with Fang, he literally... I wish I had recorded it. I shit you not. This is not hyperbole. In the last six frames of the race, he goes from completely off-screen to zoop. And I'm like... Ah! I'm oh, speechless. Oh, so like Banjo oh. Pilot or whatever? Yes. Imagine yeah. that. Which... uh I was going to say, in the original Triple Trouble, some of the Emerald minigames are you in a plane. And so yes. when you're doing this race in Triple Trouble's remakes, Triple Trouble 16-bit, and you go off the track at specific scripted moments, and you're in a plane now in racing, that's sort of a reference to what was originally there for some of those minigames. But neither of these are covering the shitty pinball thing in the canon one. Neither of which I really like and mostly waste my time. Those are the optional checkpoint ones. So Yeah, I don't even go into those. It's like this seems like the one from three, but bad. So <laughs> Yeah. That's definitely what both of them feel like. They feel like three but bad. Uh I, I think it I think the uh, new shield is kinda neat that just gives you the homing attack. Yeah, that's really weird because I, I was spending a decent amount of time going, is that really what's happening here? <laughs> Like, I finished that playthrough going, but was that really what was happening there? Because because they also, in this remake, give you the drop dash. You know, so... Yeah, so. I, I, as, as the premier player of Sonic fan games on this channel, <laughs> <laughs> by which I mean I played four, um, <laughs> one of the recurring themes of them is... We're going to give Sonic every ability he's ever had in a 2D game at yes. once. Yes. And it's That's... like, I, I don't really need to have them all. Like, I yes, yes, the, the, the what is it fucking called? The um super peel out mm -hmm. is very cool. And I also think his legs becoming a Mobius strip is very cool. It is, in he fact, does, the he, coolest shit. He doesn't need it in every, 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 he doesn't always need it. 
but you have a spin dash. It, he had it in triple trouble. So that's one of the few oh, things. Oh, did he? They, okay. That's I one of the few things they actually that. kept from triple trouble that might qualify as that exact thing you're talking about. Meanwhile, uh, uh, one of the premier features of triple trouble, unlike most Sonic games, is that if you hit a spring and you shoot up and you need to attack an enemy, you hit jump again, you become the sphere and you can hit them. And that is in this. That is. That did not. <laughs> no, I, I, I made that happen multiple times with the shields. What the fuck do you need to hit? Okay, so since it's a Game Gear game, there's a one button and a two button. Is it specific to which of those two you hit? I, I don't know, but when I was playing this multiple times, I'm like, okay, I, I want to try to use the electric shield double jump or the, uh, like yeah. the fire dash after yeah. a spring, and you can't in Sonic 3 if you go off a spring, but here, if, if I mash the button, it just happens. Right, but you're, you're talking about using the abilities of those shields once you jump off a spring. Yeah, but, but I also rolled into a ball a couple okay. times doing it. Okay. So then the other things that would qualify as quirky shit that Triple Trouble does that aren't in this... In the normal levels, they used to have things like rocket shoes you would pick up, and then you could just fly insanely fast, literally fly. Uh, that is not in the normal levels in this. Uh, there's also other things similar to that, uh, which aren't in the regular levels in this. And in some ways, they made this game a bit more sober hmm. than it was originally. But to me... Uh, and this is why I put it down so fast and went and beat the original before I came back and then beat the fan game. Uh, the music's just not the same. It's not toning. It's not channeling the same energies to me. Like, it, it's just not quite like it feels like good job. You did a cover of the song. It doesn't quite hit the same, though. So it's not really doing it for me. Uh, so that that was that was one layer of it. Also, there are some things that I thought were really bizarre plot holes, and then you beat the game, and I'm like, okay, that kind of... Okay, we're good. We're good. Uh, they added an involved intro that's very cinematic, like the first yes, that, level. That that's a Sonic fan game thing, where it's like, it okay, you, you know is. how in Sonic 3, the, you had these little cutscenes that led between zones sometimes? Here we have them always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we have these little cutscenes, because we think that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, for some reason, I feel like fan games really like Supersonic getting owned. Yeah, that's how you establish it. Yeah. A, a thing that this game doesn't do that, uh, that I'm glad is that uh, Sonic fan games have the... Uh, and if you're making a Sonic fan game or know people who are and, and they're going to do this, tell them they're wrong. Because <laughs> you're not supposed to do this. Um... Zones shouldn't have three acts. Yeah. I agree with that. Like, like, I'm sorry. Three is too many. Yeah, in um, Triple Trouble, there were three acts. A lot of them are short. Even weirder, the HUD doesn't appear in many of them. Like, the HUD. As in, you can't see how many lives or rings or anything you have in Act 3 because it's quickly going to become a cinematic boss battle. And for anyone who, yeah, if who's if really not understanding, boss, that's a little bit different to me. But like a lot of Sonic fan games are like, no, we have three six minute levels as a zone. Yeah, that sucks a lot. That's never a good idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like 
many of the things the remake here is doing. I'm not deeply in love uh, with it. It doesn't exactly get my extreme glowing recommendation. But if you like Triple Trouble, so you had a Game Gear in 1994, <laughs> uh, then yeah. this is definitely worth checking out. It's really fun to see them try to like fix some of the oddities of Triple Trouble from a design standpoint. Having much better hit detection helps. Do, does game. it have any of the weird power-ups you, you were getting? Like, any of them? Because he not, said it doesn't have the rocket Not boots. in normal levels. But, but then later on, they bring it back around. Okay. And it's kind of cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, I like how they turned the train boss into a really involved level and train boss. That's really cool. <laughs> hey, did you know your car's unlocked? Yeah, go ahead and lock that for me. Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you do that? Yeah. Okay, for at least I the first it. three years, and then they're like, okay, give us money per month now. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, <laughs> no, I'm good. And, I, and I'm like, be boiled. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, but yeah, that train boss becoming like a cool involved set piece level. That it may be the neatest thing in this entire fan game. Huh. That and the ending being a lot more of a cool climactic ending moment because the original ending of Triple Trouble is kind of limp dick, I believe is we're the done. way you would <laughs> describe it. It's like it, an old game where they're like, okay, we're done now. Here's here's an image with text on it. Well, it, it's more you of have like the, proved the justice of our of culture. Our culture. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, it, it's more of the final boss is also that, it, right? It is a Game Gear game, so my expectations are not high. Why would you say that? The Game Gear is a fantastic platform. Did you know it has like 4,096 colors? Well, it, It's got nothing on the Atari Jaguar. I don't know about that, my man. Wait, do you mean the Lynx or the, the Jaguar? You don't, don't expect me to know. As soon as I said it, I'm like, it's going to be the Lynx and I'm fucked. Wrong cat, fucker! God damn it! Get out! Uh, anyway... It's a, little, it's a lot of colors. It's a <laughs> it's lot pretty of colors cool. on that Game Gear. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I came out of this, and part of me just felt like more so than a fan remake that inserted very... Because that's the thing, Feel I have played Sonic fan games never on the channel, and it really is just... <laughs> hey, uh... We're going to remake Triple Trouble. And it's like, oh, let me let me just. And then they shove the Sonic fan game serum into the. They inject them with it. <laughs> and that's how it yeah. felt. That's how it felt. Where it's just like, here's your cinematic intro. Oh, Super Sonic's got your get cinematic old. intro. Oh, the, 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 the HUD is like Sonic CD because we love that one. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is, does Every it... shield's here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> I was like, at a certain point, guys, you gotta. <laughs> Did, is there text for those uh, various story beats? That's no. good. Not no. that I. No, no you gotta good. play Sonic Chrono Adventure for that. The, yeah, uh, exactly, Bob. The the third game that um, uh, the the Spark the Electric Jester guy made, where which is the point where I fell out because <laughs> I played his first two or their first two. I don't know. I don't know their identity. Uh, the hmm. first two being before and after the sequel. Which I'm like, these are fine. I don't like that there's three zones. The music's really, really good. And then they're like, we're making a Metroidvania that has text and original characters. Oh, no. Sonic. <laughs> Give me 
so- Sonic gets Sonic gets a glove when he has like a sword swing now, and I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. I, I definitely have had that moment with Sonic fan games. I can definitely see the directory from there to the latest Electric Gesture game I tried. One might say it's really easy to um, see. In fact, I in fact, in after the sequel, I think there is literally a level where sonic becomes spark the electric gesture like he picks up the beam hat from kirby and you get like a beam power for one level huh by the way feel is correct i have only played three sonic fan games to a significant (laughs) extent (laughs) i better play some more so i can keep my title (laughs) well you know you know what else i played in the last week. Okay, what's up? Mm. Super Cream 64, the Super Mario 64 <laughs> mod that lets you play as Cream the Rabbit. Oh joined... my god, he did two of them this week. That's right. <laughs> Holy wow, shit. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know this. I, I need to get into Mario 64 mods now that there's that dope PC port. Yes, man, that has just absolutely made all of that way better because let me tell you, there was a time where it's like, here's this cool Mario 64 mod. It literally won't run on N64 and emulators make it still run like shit when you run this well, mod. What, what's, that, what's that meme where it's like, SNES emulation, guy in a suit. GameCube emulation, guy in a suit. N64 emulation, like horrible monster in the woods. Yeah, yes. it really is that bad. Uh, Super Cream 64 rules. Let me tell you about this. That's really good. See, Peach huh. didn't make this cake. Uh, Cream's mom, Vanilla, made this cake for Cream because yeah. it's her birthday. As you go through the levels, you run into Sonic regulars and OCs. Uh, yeah. And that was that was my favorite part. I'm just like, hey, Tails. And then I'll talk to Tails, and Tails will be like, hey, what's up? Ha ha, I, I have a crush on Cream. And I'm like, ha ha, that's funny. That's cool. Who's Jack the Hedgehog? <laughs> Jack the Hedgehog? <laughs> and, then, and then Jack's like, I'm here to kill chaos. Yes! <laughs> He could have said I, I don't want to imagine like you see something running in the distance and the muffled stranger of paradise theme, and then I just run. They had shadow and infinite, so that that's the only place they can go next is like a Jack-esque character. Let me just I'm gonna pull something up, okay? Uh for the yeah. people co-hosting and then you know, as a bonus to the people who are watching live. I think you were reading the backstory that was in the game. Yeah, because the game, you know, they want you to know about Jack the Hedgehog. And I'm like, okay, let's... uh, So, um, I'm not going to say that this one or this one is Jack the Hedgehog. But I will say, looking at this, you get the idea of what Jack the Hedgehog is like in that mod. (laughs) Well, well, Um, it's like that that game that 4chan came up with like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. Or you just put in your name, the Hedgehog, into Google yeah. Image Search and see what you get. <laughs> I'm sure Dan the Hedgehog gets quite a bit. I'm sure Bob the Hedgehog. I'm positive that has to be the case. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you get to play through Mario 64 with some new levels. For example, there's a cool downtown level that has you know the billboards from Sonic Adventure for the Chaos movie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Other things, and then you get to the Pokemon Adoption Center. With uh, with Gardevoir outside, literally using the Pokemon Days art. For anyone who didn't know, <laughs> we we let Game Bun use that art 
and it's really, really good. Because the deal is Gardevoir is running the store, and it's the tired Gardevoir with the fucking coffee. But in the windows of the adoption center, you can fucking see, like, the Vaporeon with the bread and other stuff. And it's, it's, it's genuinely really funny. Uh, I really enjoyed playing this outside of that, but I figured viewers of the channel might enjoy the Gigaboots Pokemon Adoption Center that's in the Super Cream 64 <laughs> mod. Pretty good. It is pretty good. Uh, let me tell you, Cream can uh, hover fly. That diffuses ninety percent of the stars in Mario sixty four, and I don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, that was fun as hell. <laughs> Did you beat it? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I beat it with like ninety stars or something. Yeah, I definitely need to hop on on this because I'm yeah. hoping now that there's that Ocarina of Time one, we get some dope Ocarina of Time. Yes. Too. Oh, that'd yes, be I'm really re good. I'm really excited for that to. Blow <laughs> I'm just up waiting till somebody's like, "Yeah, we just put Majora's Mask in here too. It's the same shit." It wasn't even hard. <laughs> I, I, I'm now waiting for someone to just make a Dark Souls mod. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's going to happen. You know, it's, it is. It's got to happen. Here's your Dark Souls N64 D make. <laughs> it's like, why is it played better than any Dark Souls in the fucking? In the fucking negative space in GameStop where guys are like, you know, Zelda really needs to be like Dark Souls. <laughs> you know, I think I trust Z-targeting a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are some God, bosses. Imagine how much easier things would be if you had Z-targeting. Yeah, there, <laughs> there are some bosses at Ocarina of Time that take advantage of, well, I'm just going to move out here and then it'll drop the Z-target. But it's not enough and they're not malicious enough where I'm like, fuck you! Dodging feels imagine, better in Ocarina of Time than it does uh, in... Yeah, in I, I was going to say, imagine any FromSoft action game where you have linked side jump. Yeah, I was going to do while Z-targeting. It's just like fuck, every, the fucking lords of Cinder being crying woe jacks that they cannot hit you. <laughs> see, I was... Godric will kneel if I had the ability to, you know, see everything while targeting. I was, I was just imagining adult Link from Ocarina of Time doing the fat roll. And that would be the funniest <laughs> shit in the world to see. Okay, just, God, you have like a, you 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 pitch shift the hia really far down. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Donut link. Get a yes. get a foley effect where you just like slam a, a sack of potatoes on a table. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, hopefully we get some mods in that scene too. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I. I really, I genuinely enjoyed the Super Cream 64 mod. Uh, I would describe some of the additional levels, but I feel like, you know, that's that's the really fun stuff. Right. Though, though, to be fair, as a huge fan of Mario 64, of course, it's really fun to have a new ability to hover or fly up slightly and just be like, you know how many, do you know how many stars in Mario 64 now take four seconds to get? Do <laughs> that, you realize the great. sheer quantity? <laughs> I hate this because it's reminding me. I'm like, when's the last time I felt really good about good, uh, good movement trivializing something? And I think Belan Wonderworld. <laughs> when, you, when you're in that place where everything's upside down and on the sides, and you go in and you bring in that ice thing, and mm -hmm. you just skip 70% of the collectible. They're like, can you platform. solve the riddle to cross this room? And I'm like, yeah, I can. <laughs> uh, you, yeah, that gave me every tool. <laughs> uh, you gave me a tool that is a jump that I then start running upward like invisible stairs for four seconds. 
Yeah, so it's kind of like that, but in a, a good game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a good game. <laughs> that it still trivializes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the Hazy Maze Cave alone has multiple, oh, I think, fuck. two stars, like multiple stars yep. that it's just like four seconds, six seconds. There's one where you need to loop the entire level to end up going to the rooftop of the area where there's the giant hole in the middle that the boulders roll down and fall into. Yeah. You don't have to go around shit. Now you can do a wall jump into a hover and you're up there and you got it. Six seconds. Flat. It's really good. Uh, I had a great time with that. You'll run into Tails. And this is a part I didn't describe a moment ago because I was rushing to the sucker punching you with Jack the Hedgehog. <laughs> you, you'll run into Tails and Tails will be like, hey, Cream, how's it going? And they'll be like anxious and stuff because they have a crush on Cream. And then the dialogue will end, and the dialogue will end with Tales Story Part One of Four. Like, Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, collect them all. I, I'll talk. Uh, you can find Blaze in a level, and it'll go Blaze Story Part One of Five. Which, like, what the fuck is this? is great. This is awesome. This God. is what I want. <laughs> Please max out their social link. Yes. Uh. But yeah, so it made for a really fun and casual playthrough. Uh, the Wiggler that is in the giant, you know, little big world. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, that is supposedly one of the spined caterpillar enemies from Sonic the Hedgehog that lost its spines because they recolored <laughs> it and did the art. It's like, this is good. This is good. I, 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 I like this a lot. <laughs> but that was a really fun time. I'm glad that I got two Sonic fan games to play in the span of a week. Right? That's good. It upped you to three. Mm -hmm. I actually cannot remember the name of the one I played because I feel like it was close to the title Sonic Mania. But it was Sonic Mega Plus? I don't know. <laughs> Sonic Mayhem. It was something. It was a while ago and it was a, so a Sega CD game. It was pretty cool because, of course, since it's on Sega CD, you could play any music for any part. And they started pulling shit from other stuff. Was it Mega Mix? Yeah, it was Mega Mix. It was Mega Mix. That was forever ago. I also haven't. Well, I played Sonic Robo Blast too, but I didn't beat it. Mm. You know? Do I count the Totino's mod? I don't count that because it's just Sonic Mania, but with goofy music. It's great Totino's, music, right? And Totino's. And the rings are replaced with Totino's. Uh, but yeah. That might be it, other than multiverses. Let's talk about multiverses. Sure. You've been playing multiverses? We've yeah, been, a bit. We've been playing multiverses. Uh, Field, did you play multiverses? No, I have not played multiverses okay. yet. Uh, fuck Finn. That's <laughs> uh, uh, The dog? Uh, no, the human. Sorry, Jake the human. Uh, Finn, dog the human and Jake the Finn. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, his fucking Zelda moves, his fucking Link melee moves, where it's just like, I'm going to swing the bag by doing my up special. All of his melees, all of his normals. Infuriating. It's really hard to track what he's doing because he's, so, he's so squiggly. And then mm -hmm. his, his up B is basically Link's up B, but amped up more than it's ever been. It's yeah. like Zelda, maybe Smash Bros. 1. That level of power. Yeah. Oof. It's just... 
but with the arcing of like melee yes. where it just swings up so you get a little bit more height on it mm-hmm. yeah it's fucking insane uh finn's free this week which means that game is ruined this week <laughs> um, but next week on that, the that's, the, that's the that's the funny thing about free-to-play games yeah uh, all, all i'm gonna say is like twitter insists we need the hard counter to finn and steven riley freeman from the boot docks <laughs> god damn it not even really not even Huey. <laughs> that would be really no. good. See, uh, Huey would break their bones. <laughs> Huey would break their bones, but Riley will break their spirit. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Oh, poor Steven Universe. <laughs> I feel really bad whenever I think about that, that show. I'm like, yeah, it's Huey doing Louie. Where, yeah, that's <laughs> them. <laughs> that's them. <laughs> uh, Brother Wedge. Bob actually completed the battle pass and we had like a moment. We were like, Whoa. oh, cool. Good job on completing the battle pass. By the way, I'm like multiple levels away from that for some reason. I think it's like three. But we're like, so, so what do you, yeah, well, like, what, what am you, I earning? What now? are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and as we, as we played it, it's like, oh, I get this small amount of gold from playing the game. This tiny amount of gold. Yeah, it's like twenty gold for these two matches. It's like you okay. do the first match of the day. It's like here's a hundred. Then he gets mm. the tiniest gold. That, that's kind of how every battle pass feels to me. Like even the Genshin one. Like really? there needs to be some kind of yeah. Because once you once you max out the Genshin battle pass, it's just like there's no point to these points anymore until you until it resets. Right. Like he I'm still like, has well, seasonal milestones he hasn't done it. It's like, but that would have gotten me progress on my battle pass that I'm done on. <laughs> yeah, like the I feel like every battle pass needs an overflow where like you're not getting primo stuff, but you're just getting like something. Right. If mm-hmm. it could convert into anything useful. Right. Like it's just like, okay, here's a, a pittance of gold as you keep going over. Right. Something. Right. Anything. Um that few game it feels better when you do one on one online than it does when you do two on two, which is messed up. I mean, that makes sense. It on does. a very technical level, you're Absolutely. only syncing two game states. Right. We had some of the roughest games we've ever played yesterday. Yes, we did. It was unreal. Oh, no. <laughs> it was to the point of the game multiple times, at least three times, just Nothing hit Bob or me in these separate instances, but the game just tried to drag us to hell. <laughs> yes, this is like, our, it's like we were doing downward dashes, even though we weren't hitting a dash button. Yeah, anything. I was nowhere near the edge, and now all of a sudden I'm like almost at the bottom of the screen, constantly getting dragged down, and I'm jumping repeatedly trying to get away from it. It, it, it was rough. Yeah. And we're both wired, of course. We're not... Uh, sociopaths yeah of course uh, but i don't know if you value human life yeah i don't know if the people we were playing with were i don't know what their deal is i don't know what this game's deal is yeah i wish it's as an experience that was better but yesterday had some of the roughest matches we'd ever had mm-hmm. all in a row but yeah the game the game definitely feels better when it's 1v1 there's a they they let me explain the background radiation between behind me playing this game okay i log yeah. in it goes plays a dc character and i'm like fuck you too multiverses because <laughs> so far they have batman superman and wonder woman i have no interest in playing as any of those three yesterday 
it got tired of my shit. It got tired of me being upset at just play as DC character. They're like, this will be funny. Play as Wonder Woman and reflect a projectile with your shield. Yeah, like, loves doing that one. I'm like, motherfucker, that implies no. the enemy's throwing projectiles, which Finn isn't doing. It refuses. That's true. I could have played as Harley. Man, all yeah. you needed to do is add one more mechanic to make that challenge unreasonable, and then you have every Halo <laughs> Infinite multiplayer challenge. No, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Oh. I've been, I, you know, this sounds insane, but I think it's important to balance the cosmic auras. I've been seeing too much apologizing and positivity about Halo Infinite in podcasts and in the universe right now. Fuck that Halo Infinite. <laughs> Yeah, it has no right. Stop rights. apologizing for Halo Infinite. Stop underselling how much of a failure it is. Stop saying it's okay. It's only okay because you don't give enough of a shit about Halo. It's only okay because you lowered your standards. That game is not okay. Yeah, that's why they're adding microtransactions to the Master Chief Collection because that's where people are going. <laughs> yeah, that's where people are because that's where the good Halo is. Yeah, when uh, when Call of Duty yearly releases a better game than it took you five years plus to make, yeah, it, it's not all right. No, like that's that that's the gold standard. I'm sorry, you have to hit it. <laughs> well, anyway, we're gonna buy COD. <laughs> uh, but anyway, <laughs> multiverses. I'm still having fun, but enough shit happened yesterday. Enough shit happened with matches and play as wonder woman and reflect a projectile and i'm like i can't reflect what's not their game <laughs> I, I, I might be on the downward trend i don't know i don't know i don't know i meant to play pokemon unite but then sonic triple trouble and the rebate <laughs> were attacked there. i was like i gotta do those it's rabid <laughs> yeah and started shaking around and being all rapid like some sort of neko arc like figure <laughs> Uh, or is there a fucking Sonic fan game with a Neko arc like thing that, that is, is Sonic? Someone has to be. Rabbids. <laughs> someone has to be making a Mario 64 mod where he plays Neko arc, right? I mean, <laughs> I saw the one where you play as May from uh, Guilty Gear. Here's the thing. Ah, oh, that's disappointing. I thought you were going to say Overwatch because I'm damaged. Anyways, yeah, obviously. <laughs> uh, obviously, Bob. At that point, you just made a fan game of Demon Turf. <laughs> I uh, wish the Demon Turf I don't was that, that much of a gremlin. She, she's not that much of a scrimblo. She's not <laughs> gremlin core enough to match up to Neko Arc. But oh, oh, man, okay, Neko Arc, you will do five combat rooms now. I, I, I'd play that game again if I could play as Neko Arc. See, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the Neko Arc combat rooms wouldn't work because I feel like Neko Arc would just have like every, you play as Neko Arc and every enemy has the big circle button prompt like God of War. Well, yeah, that's just the eye lasers, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, I think that's it for me this week in games. Cool. I think that's right. It was a lot of Pokemon, though. Uh, sorry, I'm happy for you. I have a, it, honestly, <laughs> this is pretty nice. I got uh to go places and do things and have find peace. Mm -hmm. Uh. I did find out though, one of our hot spots for Pokemon Go in this area. Uh huh. I believe it's a Naval Aviation Museum. It's 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 the yes. fucking jets yeah. and planes and stuff. Air Force Museum, I believe. It is. Yeah, I remember. I forget the exact name, but it's the home of the Moab, the mother <laughs> of all bombs. 
they have it in front of the fucking thing. These motherfuckers put a poker stop on every plane, basically. So it's Someone just let like, them get away with that. I was like, oh, this fucking rules. I'm just going to walk around it and get Pokestops nonstop and look at all these Pokemon. Here's the thing, though. My phone carrier switched. They were like, hey, we're, we're licensing from Verizon now. You can switch if you want. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I'll do that. So I switched them. My reception's fine. Tosh is like, yeah, I want to go Pokemon going as well. And I'm like, awesome, let's go. She does not have Verizon. She has no internet out there because it's too close to the Air Force base. And so Aww. her shit just starts breaking and falling apart live as I'm like, okay, don't be too happy that this fucking, you know, Froki just showed up. She'll get mad. <laughs> <laughs> and you just catch it quietly and don't say anything and be like, we can go. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. You're like, I got a plusle. Uh, they you actually... Lucky you didn't find a plusle. They, they, had, they had copious amounts of plusles and minins at, the, at those stops. Oh, wow. Those are just who Pokemon have to fuse to create Pikachu, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You just shove one up the other's <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> And then they killed Janemba in one hit. <laughs> this is so much worse than Slowpoke. <laughs> it's a little worse, yeah. It's like that fucking commercial with Bowser getting in a Bowser amiibo up his ass for some reason. I'm like, Nintendo, what are you? Anyway, what that's you it for me. Hey, Bob. Hey. I heard you played video games. I did play some video games. Okay. I did a stream with Eric last week. <laughs> Yeah, you did last Friday's live stream. Yes. And you, I'm like, I'm not I'm not streaming for a week. I'm taking it off. Uh, Bob says he's going to stream something tomorrow. Yep. What'd you stream? <laughs> I streamed Devil May Cry 2. You sure did. I sure did. You sure that's, did. That's cool. People <laughs> brought it to our attention. That was the first Devil May Cry game that wasn't DMC. The DMC we had streamed and I lost it. Yeah, it's no, kind of hilarious. Oh my God. Technically. You've just done tests things of new consoles are out look at devil may cry 5 yeah, yeah we played devil may cry 5 on the duke right and that was the closest we had gotten to this before yeah we didn't do a full playthrough this is the first full playthrough other than dmc the dmc <laughs> yeah um man i also gave chat the chance to stop me at various points and they kept going no we want more dmc too yeah it's true he kept doing a poll and every time people were like i have sickness and the only cure is dreams are true so I went through uh, all of normal mode on both Dante and Lucia mode. So got the full story, both sides. They don't line up well. Lucia's story is way shorter, but way better because of it, because they took out all of the worst sections. Yeah, I feel like I don't remember Lucia's story, having seen it before the stream. And I'm watching the stream and I'm like, there seem to be points to what he's doing there seems to be like enemies at important moments yeah she actually has a goal something dante does not have dante's entire story has the energy of him rolling out of bed hungover and shooting the man at his door like, <laughs> yeah. here's your crown here's your crown um after coming back to this mm -hmm. it disturbs me because i'm like i've been through so much bad DMC2 is just okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that after the things you've played, yeah, that isn't surprising to me. I mean, even just stuff this year, like the medium, 12 minutes, all of these <laughs> object nightmares. <laughs> okay, okay, Bob, what what wins? 
Hmm. DMC two or Bob or uh, I almost said Bob uh, or Tom <laughs> goes to the narrative. <laughs> no! DMC two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to have to side with Tom Ghost and Narrative, but... If Tom Ghost and Narrative but, didn't have Chapter 2, or sorry, Book, book two. 2. Yeah, Book I would 2 consider. is definitely what I have to weigh. And <laughs> <laughs> I go, ah. DMC2 is so fucking stupid and hideous and awful. It is. You can <laughs> hit the, you just button, shoot the, hit the shoot button a lot. Yeah, you, you just shoot everything. You shoot everything. Yeah, that's what you do. Um, yeah, but but it also has Bulwark, and he's cool. He doesn't have a character or say any dialogue. <laughs> He just shows up a couple times. I love awesome. this because I got the experience of being a viewer. And as I'm looking at Bulwark and being like, this is a fucking Dark Souls enemy. <laughs> fucking Bob goes, this is a fucking Dark Souls enemy. And I'm like, yeah. No. <laughs> and then later someone compared it to Berserk. And I'm like, well, that's basically what we meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Now it's not even the worst DMC game because we have the Ninja Theory one. Isn't that yeah, <laughs> it feels robbed. Them. Yeah, like it doesn't have its identity anymore. Oh, <laughs> and no. I was like think about it, I played every single Ninja Theory game. They're all worse than DMC2. <laughs> every one of them. One moment. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, enslaved yeah. is so much uh, worse. I'm thinking, yeah. Hellblade. It, 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 it yeah, worse. Man. Yeah, oh, I, I forgot that that was like really terrible. My brain almost defaulted to, well, everyone says that one's good for some reason. Yeah, it's true. Hell, a lot of people like well, it. Well, but... KZ, a lot of people liked Hellblade because it. Uh, okay. A lot of people liked Hellblade because uh, it has a lot of puzzles instead of combat. And by puzzles, I mean you have to look at something from the right angle so that it makes a, a rune. Yeah. It's very much of the la like this game was lifted by the last vestiges of seventh gen brain disease. Yeah, and it ha has that angle of being about mental illness that people think it's important, even if it doesn't do it well. <laughs> even if it has really genuinely terrible messages on multiple different layers about that sort of shit. As long as yeah. you say you're about a thing that sounds like positivity, then people will credit you for that, no matter how horrible of a job. You do with that. Ignore it the really, ending that's literally just get over it. Yeah, just it really stop being mentally ill. There are major games that come out that have a message to them that's aiming for this thing. People are like, look at this. This is great. And then you play it and it actually is evil. Yeah, to me, I feel like the medium might be less offensive about how it covers that in the ending than fucking Hellblade. But, you know, I'm not here to talk about which of these two upset me more with how they handled mental illness? I still think the ultimately best ending for the medium is if the main character flipped it on her sister. Said, no, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then she went, oh, shit. That would have been some Chad shit. I would have given that game of the year. <laughs> God damn it. Um... <laughs> But no, Devil May Cry 2 doesn't try and do anything. Right, that's epic. true. It's just, it's just poorly put together. Uh -huh. Clearly made in nine months. Yeah. Uh, and not very good. And I'm still tempted to go and do a Dante Must Die playthrough is, is trash. That's fucked up. You gotta go I get that flat. Because I also want all issue hard mode as most characters. And that's when people were trying to oh. stop me. And I was like, no, no. We're gonna yeah. keep doing this vote until yeah. I win. Yeah, how many times did you play through it on that one stream? Three times? Four. And in the middle, he did he did Genshin and multiverses. <laughs> yes, 
I wanted to play multiverses because we had Eric over. I wanted to do verses right, with him. Right. And then you played online with me, and that was a mistake. Yeah. The, 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 people sit there and like, Dan, why don't you simply live a normal life at your house? And I'm like, I don't think you understand the circumstances under which I am living. <laughs> so I hope that stream lives as a as a sort of testament to the quality of internet I have there at bare minimum. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh. But, uh, yeah, uh, the fact you were able to do four playthroughs kind of makes it, like, that, that's, for me, and, you know, I'm not one who's, like, shorter games are always better, but there's almost something, like, fitting about, hmm, oh, Devil May Cry 2, what a light game. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. small and snack size. I, I think I'm getting that brain disease that, like, Vox and people have for Mega Man X6. Six, yeah. And it's like, I feel like this game is better than X5 through 8. Mm-hmm. but that's not a high bar <laughs> and I, but i could definitely just sit down and play it again like don't, it's just just don't bite make, size don't make me think about is devil may cry 2 better than x5 through x8 <laughs> so i'm starting to be like I I, i'm saying all of this i wanted to be clear x, devil may cry 2 is like a five or a six video game like that's the score range we're looking at it ain't right. worth playing no do not seek out devil may cry 2 <laughs> do not engage but yeah that's now, now you're starting to give me an X8. Uh-huh. Where I'm like, X8's not that bad. I know <laughs> I played Devil May Cry through another two times before playing X8 even once. But see, that's the thing. I would do the reverse because uh, X8 is simple and short and I can, I can deal with it. This is Devil May Cry 2. I'll just die of boredom. But that's the thing. We have the stronger preferences towards those genres, right? That's true. Like, you prefer I, I action prefer... games over 2D platformers. Mm-hmm. And I prefer... Mega Man being on the screen and, and Leia trying to talk and me turning her off every time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't Chat know if Man. we need to tell, tell most of X8 a 2D action game. There's like half the stages are... 2D platformer, but yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, 2D platformer. Half the stages are not that even. They're like, here's a car. <laughs> I don't know if it's half. It's definitely at least two of them are the terrible camera behind you. You go forward, swoosh. Yeah, I was like, I know there's another two gimmick levels. Oh, right. One is still a platformer. It's just runs it's got to the, the side giant against the giant robot. I'm like, brilliant idea. <laughs> Big thing go right, then go left. <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> they really went all out on that level. It's like if fucking Storm Eagle's level was just the elevator up. <laughs> it's also hilarious in Double May Cry 2 that uh-huh. Lucia has like a real final boss. Yes. The, the CEO man turns into this horrible monster that transforms again. Dante, they literally take a every enemy, every boss that showed up in the game, put them in a literal pile with poop around it. Yeah. And you shoot it. And the, the thing is like... <laughs> That boss literally has as much thought and care put into it as everyone thinks porting a game to a platform is. <laughs> yes. Why didn't you hit the export to switch button? Because <laughs> it literally, well, you're, you're, he's not exaggerating. It is every boss just shoved into a shit pile to cover the and, fact and, they're not connected at all. And they just do this. And bosses with that weren't in the game, like Griffin from DMC One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. literally export Griffin from DMC One into this. Yes, yeah, but then you get to, uh, but then you get to fight uh, No Texture Man. <laughs> yes, yes. Who, who Dante effortlessly defeats with a single gunshot, and then in the summary in DMC Five, they're like, Dante easily defeated this guy. I really, <laughs> I really genuinely love 
the ending of Devil May Cry 2 is Dante is like, let's ride all the way to hell. And then by the, you hit, you know, it took a long time, but you hit Devil May Cry 5 and then they're just, and then he didn't. <laughs> yeah, then he got out, I guess. Then he got out, I guess. And a it's portal like, opened uh, for no reason. And, well, <laughs> and that's kind of made that ending even better. <laughs> it's, it's just like, and then nothing happened of any import or value. It's so funny that they have to move that game around the timeline that they that they made. Because it was originally set after 4, and then when 5 came out, they're like, no, it was before 4 even. He didn't even talk about it. It just didn't even matter. It's true. It doesn't that matter. That's the funniest revelation, honestly. That's why the summary like, gives really? uh, Jesus. <laughs> why it gives more time to uh, the anime. Yes. Yeah. It did, in fact, talk more about the anime. But there's a novelization part that's in between them where he, he talks to Lucia and it's neat. She's still canon. So, so Devil May Cry 2, better than the medium in 12 minutes. Absolutely. Great. Uh, I... Did you play anything else? I did play some other stuff. Okay. Um, they released a demo for SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Cool. Um, this is a, a game where you play as super deformed versions of Gundam characters. Gundam Gundams, rather. Gundam 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 Gundam, 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 Gundam. Why have I not made that a stream sound yet? We tried and it was a little harder than we thought it would be, so then we delayed it. It's <laughs> been five months. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, and this sounds really sad, that this is the tier of trying I gave up on. I'm pretty sure all we actually have to do is boot Gundam Battle Assault 2 and open the disk drive once we get to the character select because it'll cut the music out. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and then it'll just go Gundam, 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 Gundam as you scroll I, over. I think that we, we've done that, yes. I think yeah, that's actually been a real thing that's happened. Yeah, we've just done that for no reason. Mm-hmm. But that's too hard. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't expect the beginning yeah. of this game. You are in the regular uh, Universal Century. And you get Isekai'd into this digital dimension filled with SD Gundams. A uh, nuke goes off? Or how do you get Isekai'd? You just, like, data starts overtaking you. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. And you and you're like, uh... Bob, that sounds more like a thing lore would do. Please stop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Ah! <laughs> we gotcha! <laughs> Um, and the, the conceit of it seems to be your all of Gundam history is put in some sort of digital mine and you are defending it is this programmer slash Gundam pilot team. It's overly complicated and really reminds me of fate. Um, what's one, which one is Saber Red from <laughs> extra fate extra fate extra yeah. where it's like some digital archive on the moon. <laughs> What your your description honestly reminds me of like every we really want to do the story of every single entry in this franchise and we need a plot conceit to make that happen. Yeah, and it's always I always hate the digital version of that because it makes it like it's that, but none of it really matters. Just so you know, it's it's not really important. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. That actually it does kind of feel lesser when it's like. We're joining together because of Portal. I'm like, that's cool. You've been datafied. Like, mm. yeah, there's a certain level to that where it just feels like it's trying to justify itself, but too afraid to embrace how silly it is. Like, we need to overexplain things with technical jargon, and that jargon is wrapped up in computer terms to try and confuse you. Um, but other than that, it does some cool stuff with this, like 
one of the first missions you do, you it's literally defending White Base against the uh, the Goth piloted by God. What's his name? I wrote it down. Can't oh. find it. Oh, I I remember uh, that. I I mainly remember it from that uh that that one YouTube video, Goof Troop. <laughs> Rumble Rowl. Rumble Rowl. Yeah, yeah Rumble Rowl. <laughs> he he he's attacking you and he his mech turns into the Gundam Barbados from mm. Iron Blooded Orphans and you fight <laughs> that off. Oh shit. That that's really funny. That's cool. Yeah, and they You're do a lot Zaku boy. And yeah. he's saying the line as he teleports out. This, Pretty cool. This has a full <laughs> Japanese dub, it does not have an English dub, which stinks because they cock constantly during gameplay. Mm. Constantly. Yeah, yeah, we're in hell. It's it's an it's a Namco thing, so never unless it has Dragon Ball in the title. Never, yeah. ever, ever. Um, it does some weird stuff. There's no pausing. You cannot pause this game. I don't know if it's because it, they put in. They has online features. You can play that, online with friends. That has to be. That has to be why it has to be a Dark Souls situation. Yeah, it's like I don't see the point. Like that doesn't. That didn't feel like necessary. I'm not playing online right now. Why do? Why can't I pause? <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Um. Other than that, we're only like. Kind of reminds me of the old PS2 ones, where the, the guns this, feel a little clunky, but... Yeah, I was going to say, is this a good thing, in your opinion? Or... Yes, I would okay. say this is the best Gundam game that's not a Dynasty Warriors Gundam game, and single-player focused. So, best single-player focused Gundam game since the PS2 era I've played. So, it's better than Crossfire? Yeah. I know, right? This isn't a high bar, but it's been so yeah, long yeah, since we had anything decent. Yeah, not too many. Yeah, like, like... I, I think of, like, Gundam Battle Builders, or whatever that one was. <laughs> Oh yeah, like Gundam Breaker. I think yeah, Gundam the Breaker yeah. used like the yeah. gun flaw. Yeah, yeah, and I didn't feel like that felt as good. This has some really basic. Just each character, each Gundam has a different combo set, like uh, a regular attack and a special attack and a launcher, and then you have like special moves that they are different per Gundam too. Like, okay, this one's going to be a, the thing where he flies forward and stabs, and that sort of stuff. Real quick question. Uh... That Gundam game that was sent to us by a viewer mm-hmm. who wanted us to check it out. Gundam Breaker 3? I think. Okay. All right. Yeah, because yeah, that, that one... Um, Maxi Boost? Me- that's separate. That's the okay. Gundam Versus. Okay. Yeah, that's that's like the Dissidia NT-esque looking like your team-based fighter. But mm. uh, Gundam Breaker 3, I heard good things about. They put out new Gundam Breaker after that. And that bombed immediately in yeah. Japan and went half off in a week. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they did that thing where it's like, people want us to bring over this series, so we'll bring the worst one. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how they did that with multiple, multiple times with Gundam, specifically. Because apparently yeah, the, the, the first Gundam... Versus. Yeah, the first Versus they brought over here was the worst one like in series history. Namco's that really was, good at this. That was like a new engine with new assets and everything. So it mm. had one... 40th of the roster. <laughs> I mean, that's that's okay because we got Gundam Crossfire. <laughs> um, thank God we didn't miss out on that. I really, <laughs> I bet Zeon's just so thrilled they didn't miss out on that sixty dollars. God, I really wish that they they hardcore went to the SD Gundam thing and had all the characters be SD versions too, but they did not. Like all the characters are normal looking for people mm-hmm. uh, which is unfortunate because i watching those old sc gundam ovas yeah the best part is not the gundams it's all the characters being sc and being goofy right like i wish this was embracing more of the comedy angle that 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 had yeah no that's as it turns out it is a real shame that they immediately dropped that and seemingly never picked that up again 
Yeah, because it's like you were on top of this in the 80s. Yeah. And making good content. But then people didn't tell them it was good, so they got really insecure and lost their minds. Yeah. That's that yeah, happens I, sometimes. I really want a chippy version of Setsuna going, I'm fighting right now. <laughs> fighting right now. And we're like, calm down, child. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, fucking SD Gundam Camille's fucking hilarious. Yes, he always has starry eyes. Yeah, and he's he just has, like, oh. He has the universe in his eyes at all times. It's I, so I think, good. I think I've seen a clip of like, uh, of uh, SD Haman. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Really good. Yeah, she has a lot of anger issues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you've just described Haman. Yes. Out, out, outside of Double Zeta, where Haman just is weird. Let's not talk about Let's Double Let's not talk about Double Zeta. Gigaboots.com. Let's not talk about Double Zeta. But I, I think it's pretty cool. I definitely just start trying the demo. The demo ends the mission before you would get some Gundam Wing stuff. Like you would start unlocking Epion, and it's like, no, 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 no. Sorry, I'm That's sorry. So you're gonna have to buy know. this whole game. They don't even let you get all of original Gundam. You, they're like, you get to play as the Barbados. I'm like, this Thanks. is okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've you know I've never watched Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. All I know about it is this image that fans post a lot, where it's just the show that didn't have robots by the the director of Gundam Iron Blood Orphans. Like it's a picture of a script. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are some stretches in that where they're just kind of, they're dealing with some shit that does not put them in robots for, for like three or four episodes at a time. Unacceptable. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'll probably pick that up when it comes out later this month. Cool. I know, I think that's a little before the entourage of other stuff, but also it's only digital because Bandai, Bandai Namco is just like, screw you. He's <laughs> like, no. Fucked. We're not going to try. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't see why they don't at least do like limited releases for these because it's not that expensive to do that. No. I know. Like, there are enough small companies we see do, do releases at retail that it's like, come on. Mm. Um, I also played a bit of the Genshin Summer event. They, got, they opened up the Summer Island again. Ooh, yeah, the Golden it, Apple Archipelago, and I and I've done a little bit of that, but I haven't finished it. Archipelago. Uh, feel I'm gonna ask uh, Arch, Ar Archie fucking from <laughs> Dim's Day. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> hey, feel. Did you play that? Uh, yes, I beat the first two things in it. Have fun. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I desperately need support. Um, so they gave. Each character you bring to the archipelago for this story scenario, they're like four characters are coming with you to go there. And each of them has an island that is now dedicated to them and has its own mechanics. So I went through two whole sections of that, which were uh, Kazuha and Zinyan, and those were both pretty bad. Like, they were really boring. Uh, Kazuha's is really fucking boring. Yeah, Kazuha's is the absolute worst. Yinya's a little better. And then the third one is Fischl, and that one's kind of interesting because her as a character is she talks like a crazy person and is always talking about this empire she rules. And we get to see a little she, bit of her backstory to, to, as to what's happening with her. She, she, yeah, she's uh, the, the Chunibo, the Chunibo archetype. Right. Like that one anime. Um, so that was neat. 
once I finally got to that puzzle, the, her puzzles, I was like, this is an interesting thing you're doing. I'm finally done with just skipping through literally every piece of dialogue. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I, I really don't give a shit about the Kenshin characters at large, their backstories. It's all so bad. Yeah, and it's like, what you have there isn't necessarily bad, but you were telling it in the most boring way you can, where it's just three people looking at each other and talking back and forth very plainly in like stretched out in a way that doesn't feel natural at all. Is, like, is it like uh, just generic shot reverse shot? Yes. Yeah. A lot oh. of times. And, and it's made worse because, and I've said this before that Genshin has a really big millstone around its neck, but called Paimon <laughs> because, because, <laughs> Because Paimon comments on almost every single line a character says, so every conversation takes twice as long. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and the conversations, they would still be way too long if Paimon wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, they just need a, a script editor. Like, the, every conversation could be literally a quarter of the length and get the same amount of information out. They need to repeat uh, uh, everything. <laughs> I'll also let me mash through the dialogue like other games that don't have, like, a weird timer on it like you do. Yeah. So that was that was Morgenshin. I'm going to move on now. <laughs> Let me see. I, I played a game called Rusted Moss. They put a demo mm. out for this on Steam. Uh, it's a Metroidvania like, but they, they designed it around using mouse and keyboard. So you have a gun and you literally use a cursor and point around and shoot. And it's still a side scroll like a like a Metroid. Uh, the art style is very Momodora inspired. Ooh. Um, and you play, you like fight. Um, you are a fey creature of some sort. And you're fighting weird robots and stuff. And you have a grappling hook that's kind of like the Umaha Kawase grappling hook. If you haven't played that, you like throw it out and you kind of bounce on it. But unlike in that, you cannot reel it in. Yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> Whenever you're back, I can show some pictures up. Yeah. Um, you're not talking about Genshin? No. <laughs> that, can, that can only last so long. <laughs> they, they can add that to Genshin? <laughs> um, but it seems really neat. I'm pretty excited for uh, the full release of this. They need to, like, fix some stuff. And when you finish it, he has a survey. You, like, <laughs> immediately ask you, can you fill out the survey and tell me how to fix this? <laughs> Uh, well, it's, that, it's, do, good, it's good to have self-awareness. Do that as a crash screen. <laughs> hey, can you fill out the survey and tell me how to fix this? I don't uh, fucking know what's wrong with my game. Help. Uh, so, so we talking about we talking about this thing? Yeah, there we go. As you can see, it's kind of um, Momodora-esque. The TV turning on, disconnected for a second. So that's Mobadora esque. Yeah, you you like shoot dudes. You get several different kinds of guns. Like in the demo, you get the the rifle you see there, which mm -hmm. is a little weird because you have to charge it up, or you can mash the shoot button to shoot. Mm -hmm. And then you have a pistol, which just auto fires and then starts firing faster as you hold the longer hold it. Um, but yeah, it's really neat. What's I'm, the name of this game? Um, Rusted Moss. Uh, you can go play the demo on Steam. Um, I hope that... I didn't try using controller. I have to wonder if that would be better or not. Uh, but they, they even says it recommends like using key, mouse and keyboard when you boot it. So I'm assuming 
it hasn't been balanced for that correctly. I feel like it's a game that totally could, though. Like, using the right analog stick to aim the gun would be fine. Honestly, easier in some places. <laughs> um, but the I, I feel like Rusted Moss should have a subtitle. For some reason, that title specifically strikes me as a thing that should have three more words that suck after a colon. <laughs> I can see that. I could absolutely see that. <laughs> yes, I can. Like, it's some horrible seventh-gen shooter. <laughs> Or some pretentious indie game that's digital only for 7th gen or early 8th where it's like, Rusted Moss, the end of Carnegie something. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a real game. You're, you're right. <laughs> um, the Moss was a metaphor! Anyway. <laughs> What's up, Mom? Jesus. <laughs> God. Um, it has a couple boss fights in here. So you're mostly fighting witches which are like humans who can use magic and they usually they have a gun or something but one of them literally it's just a witch flying around on a broomstick you do saying you, a witch on our podcast stresses me out because of the wholesome stuff do you burn through the witches no do you, you dig through the ditches mm, potentially okay <laughs> so we're halfway there <laughs> You might get a flamethrower eventually. Then I guess you'd be burning through the witches. Mm. There's like a, a your gun selection wheel has a lot of slots. Who knows? Who's making this? I missed that part. Uh, it's just an indie dev. I don't okay. think they've done anything before. It looks so much like a Momodora style. Uh huh. Like the the art to it. Yeah, but it is not that guy. That guy is still working on the new Momodora. Thank uh, God. Yeah. After, after fucking what was what was the really bad one called <sighs> i don't want to remember minoria minoria it was called minoria yeah uh the other game i played on steam it's completely free you can go download it yourself and try it mm -hmm. it's called gun devil um that's what if you want to show up the next picture uh sorry bunger took over the... oh no not bunger <laughs> yo <laughs> he took over the layout here for a second give me one moment but you're, you're playing as a demon man who uh his wife has been kidnapped so he's going to go kill everyone on the way to dealing with that and wait so which part of this image are you you're the white dude in the lower left like that wait, that demon thing yeah that thing you're uh, you're I not like the it. lower right guy no. with the shit all right <laughs> But yeah, you have a gun, you blow through everything pretty well, you can, like, glide, because it, it feels a little bit like Gargoyles on the Game Boy, because you can glide, but it's really a high-speed action, like, shooter game. Hmm. Um, it seems alright. It sense of humor is really bad, and in sync, it's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> oh this is my least favorite type of game to talk about. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. It's like, man... You're close to actually being kind of fun and goofy, and then it's like, what's your joke? I called everyone I'm killing an idiot. It's like, oh, God. Okay. All right. How, how unfunny is it on a scale of an actual funny thing to, uh, what is it called? Borderlands. God. <laughs> no, not Borderlands. Um, God, what is that fucking horrible game called? Oh, a Guacamelee? Hell yeah, Wrath of the Dead Rabbit. That I, I did not play that, so I cannot <laughs> estimate it. But it, oh, that needs to be a stream sometime. That game, oh, damn oh, damn oh, it. Oh. I bet it's the same kind of bad humor though, where it's it, 
and excessively not funny. <laughs> um, like its idea of a joke is you're fighting the pimp army, but they don't know what pimps are. Like, okay. Um, and that's all I have to say about that one. The art is neat. You can play it for free. You might want to try it. Um, the only other thing I did, I, I picked up Live Alive, and I played a little bit of that. I didn't get to, play, like, dig into it too far yet. Cool. Mm -hmm. But I found out something very important. Ooh. The near future campaign is an immersive sim. <gasps> meaning <gasps> you can wash your hands and use the toilet. Whoa. <laughs> that is true. I did, I did so, notice that. So by the, so does that mean Duke Nukem 3D is an immersive sim? Yes. For one level. <laughs> That's why no, it took forever, so long to not make. Not forever. Uh, 3D. Okay. Oh, okay. 3D. Yeah, I was like, can you wash your hands in that? I yeah. assume. Yeah, you can. Okay. Yeah. You can also, uh, uh, you know, maybe I've mentioned this before on podcasts, but if you, let, let's say you're like eight or nine, uh, you can you can freeze the the dancers and uh, the <laughs> sensor thing stops working. <laughs> Whoa. I'm just saying that's the thing you can do. <laughs> What's up? I really what think are we doing? <laughs> really think really think we're on to something with this. An immersive sim is a game where you can wash your hands. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> I think I think it'd be better if immersive sims were games where you could free strip dancers. <laughs> censorship stops working. Um, but I've been playing a little bit of I only I've done like four of the campaigns now. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that the voice acting's really hit or miss. Whoa. It, it is. It and, absolutely is. And I started looking up the voice actors. Everyone that I feel is really rough is their first time acting. This is a Trials yes. of Mana dub. Yeah, and it's this like... This is a Trials of Mana dub, absolutely. It just makes me think of, like, how unfortunate it is that I feel like the near future campaign probably has some of the worst acting that I've heard so far. And that's unfortunate because that's literally, like, we're doing a Toku slash uh, Super Robo anime parody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you need someone who can sell that. Like the visuals are selling it. It's hitting on all these levels. Has a song, but was that was a freaking DBZ singer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who does? And that group did, did a shitload of super robot stuff. It's especially unfortunate because the Japanese voice cast is stacked. I'm pretty sure the main guy in this one is voiced by Domon Kashu over there. Yeah. It's just unreasonable to not get someone like Johnny on Bash here is the yeah. main guy. And instead, it's someone who's never voice acted before and sometimes literally has lines. I'm like, you should record that again. That was a flub. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like more so than them being novices, I feel like the the only actual problem with Charles Amata is the couple of times that it is just like, that was a bad read. Yeah. Have them do it again. Right. These games need voice directors that are strict. Right. Yes, they Yes, they do. And I, I imagine it's it, it's that bad thing where it's like they I'm sure they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Like, the context and when it's going to appear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and also Square Enix has like the highest tier and then the we don't give a shit tier, which is sadly this should have been the higher tier. I don't know why it wasn't. Mm -hmm. this, I wonder. This also feels like there is a it almost feels like different companies are working on parts of this game. Because one of the campaigns has really exceptionally good, like, work in it. And then some of the other ones are like that. Where I'm like, this isn't 
Yeah, I, 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 I guess you're speaking, so I guess that's better than you not speaking. Yeah, the Imperial China campaign was mostly really good. Um, mm -hmm. Except for, like, one of the students, like, one the fat student, I feel like he, he oh. is also one of those situations where, oh, you that was a bad read. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's partly why I um tried, tried to engage as little with him as I could, because there's, like, a, a female student in that where they just got Yuffie's voice actress from uh, the Seven Remake DLC. Where I'm like, you're doing a good job. You know what to do here. Um, but yeah, that's that's unfortunate. But I'm still enjoying it. I think that that Imperial China campaign is really neat because it's I, something I don't see in much media. It's about the the old kung fu master. It's not about their students, really. Mm -hmm. It's about the master, and they actually hold yeah. to that. Bob, are you telling me the Legend of Drunken Master is not about the master? Because I'm about to get mad. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that, that's all i played okay definitely excited to dig more into live a live actually it's called wubba wub wubba wub wubba wub i'm very excited Thank to watch more love live you're welcome well, finally <laughs> that nico nico knee really hit yeah that's what it lands <laughs> wife a wife <laughs> Wife. A wife. <laughs> In parentheses. Uh, we now go to KZ Excellent. KZ, what you been up to? Xenoblade 3 came out. So, so I played that um, every single day. I'm sorry. Inclu including <laughs> That's today. my life. Hole. I'm almost done. Yes, I was going to ask how many hours in you are. I can only assume that the last chapter is what I'm about to do the next time I play. Uh, you, know, you know what? My Switch will out his ass. Let's see how many hours he's played. <laughs> it, it, it's got to be more than 40. It's idling right now, so it's really going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, ju I just let that, I let that shit cook. Um... So, so first up, for people who are just listening to this going, I haven't gotten into any of these games. Do I need, like, any experience from a narrative side on, on, on two or especially one? No. Uh, this, this does a perfectly good job of being, this, being a self-contained story with references and other stuff that'll make you go, oh, that's cool if you played those. Um, Casey, I have a quick question. Well, what's up? Have you turned this game off, like, turn, shut it down? Even once since booting it. Uh, I put it into rest mode. Does it count rest mode? No. Oh, then, No, it then, doesn't. Then I'm sure it doesn't. Doomed, it will not I... tell you the time. It won't tell me the time because you haven't closed it even once. Okay, that's <laughs> not true. I, ha I have closed it a couple of times. Yeah, it fucked me up because every other game, it tells me the exact hours. It's like 45 hours, 25 hours. Xenoblade, it says first played six days ago. I thought it was trying to tell me you had played it for six days. And I'm like, what the no, fuck? No, 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 <laughs> I have not. I have not gone that hard. Good Lord. <laughs> so uh, I, I can say with pretty much confidence, this is the best one of those they've made by a Almost a ridiculously large margin in some, in some areas. Yeah, you can see I, that shit from space. That is yeah. unbelievably better than two in so many ways. Like, like I looked at it, I looked at both because, you know, I played one most recently uh, for the first time through Definitive Edition. So I could like really hone in on like certain issues I had for two and one going into this. Um, 
I feel like in a lot of RPGs, uh, eventually, a part of your main cast will no longer be interesting in the story anymore. And it's just kind of like still there because you got them early on. And, you know, like, like Xenoblade 1 has that with, with a, at least one or two characters, I feel like. Well, Xenoblade uh, this, has characters that are never interesting, like Sharla. Yeah, I'm basically saying, yeah, yeah, like Char- Charla's pretty n- nothing the entire game. Uh, this has one of the strongest casts, I feel like, in an RPG in years. Uh, they're always constantly, like, changing or having something interesting going on with them. Like, they're always contributing in some way that I feel like isn't be it's more than surface level. I really appreciated that in this. The quality of quests have shot up tremendously in this game. There's still side quests that uh, aren't good. <laughs> they, if, you, 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 if you get to a colony that's like, we want to build a robot, don't engage. It is one of those. Just run. You're, you, we want you to pick up materials. We will not mark or tell you where any of them are or tell you the progress on them what? to fill this meter. You're going to do this five times. But what is they, this fucking they, Mass Effect Three? They fixed that in the one remake. How's this bad? How's this bad? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they literally removed the markers for that quest specifically. What? It is. It's. It's eight times. I'm not far enough in it. Uh, Chad is now correcting me on how many times you have to fill a bar on that one. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> but uh, what they've done this thing where they introduce something called hero quests where these are, like, named characters with a design, and these quests will unlock you a new class that you can class into, because this plays almost like Final Fantasy V, where you have a character, and they can be any class in the game. And it goes beyond your main six party members. It goes to, like, at least a dozen heroes that you can unlock by doing a quest, and then you get their weapon and, like, whatever role they are. Um, I did not expect all of these hero quests to... The optional things with full voice acting and cutscene budgets that are on par with the main story. Like you're hitting up boss fights and they have really good fight choreography and this content you don't have to do and it feels insane that you don't have to do any of it because it's actually like really good. It adds to the characters. It just makes things feel really, really solid to the point where I reckon you don't even need to do side quests at all because if you... Are keeping up with the the heroes you run into your your experience is doing pretty well i've been able to stay ahead pretty much the entire game uh even though i did some side stuff but it's still that stuff really surprised me where it's like oh man they have a lot of game in this oh my god an rpg where there's optional content and it's good <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> very rare. optional content yeah. is here's the worst thing you've ever played we're not putting any money into it we're not even letting the characters be voiced, and the fact that it feels like half and half is great. Some some of those hero things are required uh, because they'll give you like a movement ability, where it's like one will allow you to be able to climb vines, for example, and you can go back to earlier areas and unlock further things with that. Well, what's this hero quest that I have to do to get vines? Just do a bunch of, just do a bunch of bicep curls. You need upper body strength. <laughs> Thank you, Mel. You're solid too. See, weaker games would do that. This game's like, all right, uh, here's a 90 minute long quest where you hang out and learn this character, fight a cool boss, and they're like, uh, they decided to join you. They taught you how to climb. Okay, you can just do that now. That's really cool. Like, I, I really love 
I like good optional content in RPGs. We used to have that, then it <laughs> went away. Yeah, like seventh gen killed it dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just killed it dead. I, I think it really clicked when I learned how to climb. And then someone said, wasn't there a climbable thing like a chapter ago in an old area? I did it and it immediately unlocked another hero sequence and it just started. And I went, whoa, oh, you, you, you broke my brain. Now, now I'm just like keeping note of, I don't know what this thing does. I guess I'll learn some, how to use it later. I really like, like it when JRPGs Death Star my mind. <laughs> yeah, they, it totally Death Starred my mind, man. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, the combat's really solid in this. They they made a lot of different changes that I really liked. It takes a little bit for, for the full vision of it to click, where uh, your party is composed of three, three races from Xenoblade 1 and three from Xenoblade 2. So the Xenoblade 1 team, the arts work how they did in 1, where they're on a timer, and then when they're ready, you use them. And 2, it's every time you auto-attack, it fills it a little bit. And and you keep pressure on things, and then you can use them. And I'm like, that's interesting. And eventually, you'll be able to like use both sets per character. And it's about like uh, managing positioning and timing and th various other features. Uh, they finally learned that maybe you should be able to fight in the water, which pissed me off in Xenoblade One Definitive Edition. Farm for these fish, but only when they get really close to shore. Yeah, you have to kite them to the shore. Yeah, What's that's wrong? really dumb. <laughs> uh, now they decided, whatever, you just have your walking controls while underwater, even your dodge, which <laughs> I'm pretty sure is brand new to this, where uh, you just click in the right stick and you do this sidestep dodge that feels really good to, to like micro adjust to attacking the enemy on the side or behind them. Or if you don't want to fight an enemy, uh, you take out your sword to get dodge ready, and then you just start dodging forward away from them and just start mashing <laughs> until they lose aggro on you. Uh, yeah, I like basically every combat change. They got that fusion mechanic they showed in, in various trailers where two characters combine, and that one's about like dealing uh, really big damage before you overheat, and then you have to, uh, you have to unfuse. And... Uh, all the stuff they did with chain attacks are pretty good. It no longer has, like, quick time event stuff where you have to, like, specifically time your button presses. It's a lot of um, things have point values, and you have to try and, like, see if you can get up to this amount based on a few different rule sets. And uh, Your guest party members each have a specific perk during a chain attack, so some of them are better than others and make you rethink how you're doing stuff. But yeah, combat-wise, I thought it was really good. The story is absolutely incredible. Like, they, they really nailed pretty much everything going on in this, like, right from the start, where it gets your hook, it gets its hooks in you pretty pretty quickly. Uh, I don't want to dig into uh, too much of it at all, because one, it's, it's incredibly new, and I think uh, this is one of the best RPGs in years. I still need to finish it out, but it, it would have to do some really boneheaded stuff to, like... <laughs> upset me because i'm like this feels like a game of the generation for them in in basically every area i i don't know how they turned this over uh given how they are support teams on multiple nintendo nintendo games and they just put out that remaster in, in like mid 2020 
Yeah, they, they um, can really crank stuff out over there. Yeah, no, yeah, they yeah. are uh, brutally effective. It's no wonder that Nintendo is benefiting from that relationship. <laughs> right. Like, they're definitely working on Breath of the Wild, too, and they, they were a support studio to, to, to some degree on Pokemon Arceus. Jesus. So the fact, Hopefully so the, yeah. they're, like, training up these people so they don't have to keep going back to help with subsequent projects. Yeah, because it, it's just ridiculous where I'm just like, this This game is incredibly dense with a lot of really good, meaningful, meaningful content. So they allowed like every single character to, to shine. You also get your full party very quickly. You do not have to play this game very long to have your your main party in here. So they're allowed to actually get regular screen time and everything. Uh... Yeah, that's it. I, I don't really have much much else to say about it besides general. It's really solid. If you haven't played any of these games before, you can just start with this one. It's it's really good, and also the soundtrack is incredible. Nice. Uh, that's all the time I've I've had for because it's it's all I've done. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what else did you play, Kurj? Fucking sleep, eating, and 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 medication. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I take it we're moving on to Mr. Fuel. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I played a bunch of Pioneers of Olive Town. Ooh, nice. How's that uh, going? It's really great. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I have a few things. There's a few things about it that make me crazy, like the fact that you cannot set the uh, dozens upon dozens of resource refiners you need on stone or wooden roads you just have to slop that shit out onto the grass yeah (laughs) that that bothers me a lot more than it should (laughs) that's no i get it i really do uh because because i'm used to stardew valley where it's like there's a there's a building you can build called a warehouse that just you put all that shit in there Mm -hmm. like your mayonnaise maker and whatever I also wish you could upgrade these things. Like, I don't see why you can't, why there isn't like a higher tier of ingot maker. There is. Hold more. Oh, there is. Okay, thank God. Yeah. Uh, they just also, need to unlock it. They also make, what they do basically is they're more efficient with what you stick in them to create higher quantities from the same amount of resources, but they take slightly longer. But they are just a better deal and way better. Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah. I fucking hate puddles. I hate them so much. Okay, shoot. Why do you hate puddles? Because so many of them appear every day. I thought this was going to become a Seinfeld bit. See, this is why I'm losing it, because I'm imagining Fields complaints as insane Facebook posts from boomers. Because <laughs> you have to, you have to scoop out the puddles with your bucket every day. Because and, and you, they make so many. Because that's how you get clay, which mm-hmm. is one of the resources. But I don't need clay that bad. Did you know you can, uh, after you remove the water from the puzzles, you can pound it so there's no hole, right? Oh no, the, no, I, I mean just okay. the small puddles, okay. like the big water holes, go away on their own the next day anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hope there's some kind of thing i can invest in to make the 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 like the day-to-day clearing your fields again of like the grass and the tree sprout and the rock and the 
puddles. I can hope that I hope I can invest something in that to make it happen less. Yeah, putting shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I was afraid that was going to be the answer. That's kind of the answer. Kind of. I mean, because right now I'm at the point where it's like, well, I have a bunch of sprinklers and everything's mm -hmm. really automated. So now I just have to wait and become Jeff Bezos and and stalk the the person I decided to marry until they want to be with me. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I got criticized by some people for becoming Jeff Jeff Bezos without even trying to have a romantic situation. But I'm like, no, this is correct order. I need to be a millionaire and show up in my shiny new car. <laughs> and then be like, hello, my car fucks. But it is really good. I've, I've sunk about 30 hours into it. Nice. Uh, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, we already talked about Triple Trouble. Let's talk about AI, the Somnium Files, their Nirvana initiative. Ooh. Uh, I beat that. Uh, I really cool. enjoyed it. Uh, I think uh, the ending sequence leaves some things to be desired. I'll be very vague because we're going to go into spoilers in a little bit, but I don't need to go into that now. So I'll just say this vague thing of your your the end of your game, the climax of your game shouldn't remind me that much of a Channel Awesome movie. <laughs> <laughs> Feels wrong. <laughs> If the uh, end of Horizon uh, Forbidden West reminded me of a Channel Awesome movie, that would be fucking hilarious. All right, feels wrong in that way, but he's right on that description. <laughs> yeah, I am. There's a lot of screaming and running across a field. There is, in <laughs> fact, yes. It is, in fact, very funny. Dan, Oof. put up the spoiler tag because I have to. Fucking, <laughs> I have. To, I have to describe this twist. Oh shit! That's right. We're entering the big spoiler dimension. Huh? Spoiler. Well, oh. <laughs> yeah. When that is no longer there, you're safe. So if you don't want to hear anything about this, when you no longer no longer says that, you are safe. So five, four, three, two, one. So I on Twitter, I, I referred to uh, I said, like, Uchi Koshi, you now have the title of dumb Kojima. <laughs> and that's and that's really how it is. So. The twist of this game is that the game has been lying to you for the entire game up until the point <laughs> they reveal this twist. And it's lying to you. Because it's telling the story in a way nobody would you would never do this except to trick me. Okay. So what you think is happening in this game, I made a fucking chart. You can't show it, obviously, because that would spoil people who are just, who are muted. <laughs> but here is here is what you think is happening. Mm -hmm. You have you have the past investigation where you play as Ryuki from six years ago and the present day investigation as Mizuki. And, and you think, you OK, you I went all the way through the Ryuki investigation. Okay. Now I'm playing as Mizuki and I'm in the present day. That isn't what's fucking happening. OK. What's actually happening is this. <laughs> OK, yeah, yeah, that so, makes so the yeah. So the first day of Ryuki's investigation is six years ago, but the second one you see is in present day. And the story <laughs> is written specifically to not make this break for you to not be able to figure this out that this is happening. Huh. And, and this game was written with this twist in mind. 
Yeah. There's no way he didn't come up with this twist initially and then write the game around it. Yeah. And there's no way to organically tell you this twist. There's no there's no conceivable way to organically reveal this to the player. So they just have to it's one step below bringing up a like a text box prompt. <laughs> <laughs> Because you, because you go. Do, do you look at a monitor and then Ninja comes in and punches it before you get to read the whole thing? <laughs> no. Uh, when you get to the po- when you get to the point in the story where it's time to reveal the twist, uh, you're put into like the out of out of game bar with one of the bartenders, and she just explains it to you. There, there's She's a like, really you, you, dumb you, conceit onto how this character has obtained information, where they're like, "I took a fortune telling in between games." Except they're not telling the except they're except they're talking to you, the player. Like this is explicitly not inside the game. Like inside the story, you're in like the big think dimension of the story. (laughs) And this is also the he. It's also Ushikoshi could do the funny thing of having the two timelines twist together like a DNA spiral. Yeah, yeah. They show the flowchart animate (laughs) pushing everything into the DNA strand. Yeah, That's and, really and then you good. also you also unlock the true timeline, which is here's the game in chronological order of how it happens. Yes. Now here's the here's the really psycho part. Okay. Uh, at first you don't understand how this can be the case because Mizuki is 12 years old six years ago and has an entirely different design and is a foot shorter. Okay. So how are you fuck how are you fucking playing as her six years ago? Uh she has an older sister that looks exactly like her, dresses exactly like her, and has her name. This is like those movies in the Hitchcock era, Hitchcock era that are just like, here's the brilliant twist that was only possible because of this bitch who looks the same. Uh, by the way, she is not aware of this character until this point. Of course, yeah, until, that until might the, ruin now, something. They, they, it is, it, they do, and they even explain that, where it's like, uh, they were designer babies made by this evil science institute you've been investigating the entire fucking game. That's why of they look alike. Of course they were! <laughs> um, the older one, the older one was adopted by the boss of this police organization and has been her whole life. They've just never been brought up. So she literally gave the younger Mizuki the older one's hand-me-downs, and that is why they even dress the same. <laughs> It's really funny because they keep mentioning that she has a child in this game. And I'm like, yes, they keep mentioning in the first game. I thought it was a bit like, oh, this is good. Yes, I assumed it was just like a bit to like give her more character because she because like they 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 obviously did not intend to make this game when they um, made the first like they Mm -hmm. hadn't conceived anything about it because because it goes into a little bit of the sequel thing of where every single thing has to be explained. Cause, cause in the first game, Mizuki's a character in the first game. She's like, she's a 12 year old with superhuman strength. We don't explain it. Like she ha- she bench presses 400 pounds idly in the first game while talking to the main character. And this one, she's like, yeah, she was a designer baby by this evil DNA Institute. She's literally a super soldier. <laughs> uh, anyway, that twist is how, uh, they explain the, uh, how did the body appear six years later because except for the first body because it happens to multiple bodies except for the first body none of the others were six years later they were a day later (laughs) the other half just showed up a day later and you were tricked because we told you the story in an insane order 
Now, you might remember in the last episode, uh, Feel says, I think the game is gaslighting me because information is suddenly wrong. Yes. And I'm just like, it starts to so fall. Close. It starts to fall. It starts to fall apart near the end. Or the cracks start to show deliberately. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and then it tells you. And the reason it, that this twist made me dizzy is because I went, fuck you. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> And the, the, he did a really good job of writing this fucked up story in a way where it makes sense both ways up until that point. There good. are only very small Which incongruities that are deliberate, honestly. that are deliberate. The only thing that strains credulity is there is a couple characters who knows who know both big Mizuki and small Mizuki, and at no point are like, yeah, there's this girl that looks exactly like you and has your voice <laughs> and your name. <laughs> That's kind of weird, isn't it? No, they just go, hmm, white women. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, the, the climax of this game is is literally just all the good characters running towards the same model copy pasted a thousand times to be the, <laughs> the henchmen across a, a football field. So it has some while well, everyone is yelling. So it has enormous channel awesome energy in that regard. I literally can't imagine the thing he just described. Bob, are you? <laughs> my, the first thing that came in my head was the Excel saga bit where he's that man, this man, this yes. wet man over there. Oh, man, that that may be <laughs> that may technically not canonically be the real ending of an Excel saga, but it is the best ending it is. of Excel saga. <laughs> Jesus, that was good. That's how uh, Blaze Blue should have ended. Yeah, the climax has here. maybe has maybe the most most Uchikochi moment moment in any game ever, even mm -hmm. the ones he's made, obviously, where it's the cracked out Zoomer streamer girl flossing, basically, while the demur like demur waifu type girl who has like the dead anime mom haircut with like the ponytail over her shoulder is is manning a minigun and shooting guys. And that and that is like the, the I, distilled of what he likes. And, and, and I could imagine that in like, punchline. Just, I just right, dropped directly in there. As somebody who really enjoyed the punchline anime, all of these things you're saying, I'm like, yeah, that could have been in there. It's like she's very <laughs> uwu reserved, very nice. So of course, when she has the gun, she says, "Eat lead, motherfuckers." Of course. <laughs> and then you find out they were rubber bullets, so she didn't actually kill him. <laughs> <laughs> But it hurt like hell, and that's what's important. <laughs> uh, one thing I will not spoil is the... I won't say true ending. Because uh, this, this game's weird. Um, no cause, shit. Because the normal, the normal <laughs> ending has a lot of characters be dead, and a lot of characters get fucked up. Mm -hmm. And it is a it is a relatively good ending. Like it's not it's not like a fucked up bad ending. Like it's it, it still ends with a musical number the same way the first game ended. But but then you can get a secret ending that is actually the good that is actually the good ending. And the context it exists in is really fucking spooky and cool. Yeah, that uh his games really like to have this concept in them where they will say, 
Do you have the answer for this? Type it in. And uh, if you come back and answer it, you get cool shit. And that's that's been a thing in his games. Like sometimes yeah, that, you can actually th- you can like uncloak a twist like thirty hours earlier, and they give you give you a funny ending for it. Yeah, like um, except this one was that. this one is set up so you cannot get it early in any way because it requires a number that is given to you at the very very end that is randomly generated per se- per game. Yeah, because th- this one r- really just tells you everything about the game, so they definitely didn't want anyone looking it up. <laughs> but yeah, one of Uchikoshi's favorite things is making the player a character in the game. Hmm. Like, like some sort of metaphysical force that is affecting things, and that wasn't really an AI one, and it is kind of a thing in this one. And it's in all the Zero Escape ones. Uh, but yeah, I, I really rec- I really enjoyed that. Uh, like, the reason I say dumb Kojima is Kojima would have that insane twist be thematic somehow. <sighs> And Uchi Koshi was just like, it would be cool if I did this. And then he did it. It was pretty cool in his defense. It was cool. But also, it was very stupid also. It, it was baffling. Because you, you, I've never played a game before where it just was like, uh, I spent 35 hours tricking you. And now I'm no longer tricking you, so it's the end of the game. Left after this, or something. Yeah, there's not much left after this reveal because because the twist basically solves every remaining mystery just by knowing that twist. It solves everything. (coughs) It also causes some really funny moments where uh, where Ryuki gets lectured really harshly and like it's threatened with punishment. After fail after what you think he just failed to catch a guy who was running from him, but in the actual chronological order, uh, he started shooting at a civilian because he was having a psychotic break. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, man, now I understand why they were so pissed at you. Before it just seemed like, hey, you're just being a little mean. Uh, I really, I also really enjoyed the character of Ryuki because. There's there's no there's no like secret Uchikoshi super science backstory reason for him being neurodivergent. He just is. Like he he just he's just like, no, I have to take medication. I I I see shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which make which means that the boss of this of Abyss, the uh what the fuck? Advanced Brain Investigation Squad is what the acronym means. Stands for. She just hires only crazy people. Smart. <laughs> yeah, al- yeah. Also, uh, also, I was reminded the character's running gag is that he's a My Hero Academia fan. Uh, yeah, uh, I believe it's at least eight times he says, "I am here," and then he does that that All Might thing. Yes, he does that constantly. <laughs> I started just clicking advance as soon as he started because I'm like, I can't do it anymore. I can't. All right. That's great. Uh, but I love that, it. that's it. That's it. That's all I've played. That is a, wait, is that all I've played? Uh, I'm going to de-spoiler. Yeah, that's everything. Go ahead and de-spoiler. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, Dan. Uh. Uh, I, did ch- I, I, I also saw it will not tell me the game time on the Switch UI for uh-huh. my Xenoblade 3 playthrough. 
So, uh, just based on in-game time, that also includes occasional I idling 62 hours. That makes sense. That's a lot of time for six days? Technically five? Yeah, it was six days. Uh, one of the times mm -hmm. I screwed up my schedule and I was like, I need to fix this for, for Big Think. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to do a stream at 2 a.m. all the way to when the Pokemon thing happened. And I'm like, I'm going to take a break for two hours and we're going to do six more hours and then when I come back. So we've gone in. Nice. Yeah. But that's uh, that's it, Feel. That's all you've been playing? Yep. Oh, that's cool. That's all I've been playing. Well, you know what you should play? Sonic, Sonic Triple Trouble. You should go beat that. Good luck with the no. water level. That shit sucks. Oh, as a kid, I only ever played as Tails because Tails gets the submarine. Really? Yeah, I never huh. played as Sonic because Tails gets his uh, submarine and doesn't have to worry about fucking finding air bubbles. That's awesome. I, I love the uh, Tails Adventure submarine. This, this is very cool. You know what else is cool? The fucking Podlords! Whoa! Oh, oh shit! Yo! Yes, that's right. The Podlords. Ah. <laughs> Do they live here? They probably live here. Oh. <laughs> Very cool, Podlords. Podlords such as E. Lee Broyles, Corey Brown, Bird Up, Bird Up, Yo, Bird Up, egg. Red Blaze 27. Go woke, go broke, the absolute fools say. Thinking a little thing like going broke can stop Kotaro Uchikoshi. It, it can't. No man has ever cared less of a shit about it. going broke. <laughs> <laughs> Emperor Zero. Shibuya Gato. Ryuki's most normal dream. <sighs> Woo! <laughs> or for him, Poo! 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered. WTF Spider Man. Oi, you sparking Muppet. What are you, an asshole? Casey, how are the. I did How not the, point it out. This is so much worse than any of the other games. They need to stop making up Even words. two? Okay, so what they decide to do here, because fire is an important thing in this game, snuff and spark are used as curse words. Okay, that, that, what, that's what not so bad. What are you so snuffing bad. on about, mate? That's, that's <laughs> fine. That's a lot to deal with. <laughs> they, one of them said Queen's Beans to me one time. It, it is... It, like, you're playing the game normally, and then you pick up a random item, and he goes, I found a rare doodah over here, and you hear that maybe, like, 40 times. Fucking Mingen. It, it, it's... <laughs> oh my god, there's a yeah, character just, that just... sounds exactly like that, and is doing that exact same tone. I fucking despise her. It makes <laughs> just, me want to kill myself. Just, put the hor just put the horrible little kid from Disco Elysium into this game. <laughs> oh my fucking god. This is my new son. You be nice to him, or else. <laughs> DFW 3K. 
Muckbun. Shiny Mew has fallen into Genshin Hell. Please pray for their sanity as they morph into Pie Mew. Oh no! <laughs> A fate worse than death. <laughs> Kristen. Figma Demi Fiend Nocturne and Rhino Kuzanoha Devil Summoner Serotonin Edition. B N 12. Last Raven Jump Scare. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> What's it a jump scare for? Is that like the bad one? Uh, that's the one that's gonna put your nuts in a blender. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> By the way, uh, Armored Core Month one. <laughs> hey! Kyle Bjork. Bjork. Support, please stay tuned on Indiegogo. Matty Moe. Mizuki says, visit Los Pollos Hermanos today. Ooh. Blue. 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 Monster Hunter, Ryzen and Raiden. The evil has landed. Yes. Descend. Finally. <laughs> no bit this week. Have a nice smile. How I'm trying to ha be have my beautiful wife carry me around is still that popcorn's name, <laughs> even though I haven't shown the image in a month. <laughs> oh, okay. Bellamy wants you to know that you deserve love, happiness, and peace, and that he deserves snacks. This is a great picture. Thank you. Yeah, that that is absolutely true. Indigo Sykes. Yippee! <laughs> Uh, he says that every time you select her in a chain attack, so I just had an emote made uh, so that everyone could spam it. It's, it's pretty rough. See, I, I was under the impression this was like a Neptunia situation where every time you jumped, that would happen. Uh, uh, she is also the only person in your six-person party who is American. Thank God. <laughs> There's one. Yeah, it's, it's great. Thank you, Chad. Back to work and grind my bones, hee-ho. Neckerack. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so powerful. And what's my credit card number? Brunjis. <laughs> <laughs> Please remember that you matter, you are valid, and you deserve to be happy, so Shinji16 doesn't have to hunt you down. WB discovering speed running the destruction of their best product like thank you no <laughs> yes it is once again time to count up your sins oh no yeah they're starting that anime help the right stuff scramble bug me and gave me every gun to blu-ray for some reason <laughs> you just can't That's stop her fourteen thousand dollars <laughs> Saraline, Timothy Fister. I'm sorry to report, but it seems like you cannot pet the. Wait a second, these did get shuffled. Oh no, I'm oh. dyslexic. That's what happened. Oh no. Oh, oh whatever. No. Flintstones month never ends, baby. Yabba dabba dabba. <laughs> Hanna Barbera running sounds. God, God damn it, we prepped for this. The Super Mim. Lane's World 25. 
I'm sorry to report, but it seems like you cannot pet the dog in Digimon Survive. Tragic. That is, that is unfortunate. C cuts had to be made in the in the 18 years that game was in development. <laughs> Nobody cares, but still. Let me introduce Nakoko Nakoko Light. Okay. That's nice. I like the glasses. Krungle Spum. BBW Wild Wings 420 has just acquired her medical grass pass. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> the start always gets me. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thanks. Thank Thanks, you, pod, pod lords. And if you'd like to... <clears throat> and if you'd like to become a pod lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to our Chugging Bleach podcast, wherein we review all of Bleach, uh, extended armchair dev pitches and gamer premonition premonitions, and a patron-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast, and if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to host this stream or to rate us if you're streaming while we start, or just to link this stream to people when we do it on Thursdays. Uh, patreon.com slash gbpodcast, and if you don't have... And if you can't do that, uh, it's easy to make a it's easy to make a megaphone with stuff around your house, and you can just yell at people with it. Patreon.com <laughs> podcast. That's true. Just do a paper cone and like really project your voice. Yeah. Yeah, that'll that'll work. That'll work out. I hope. Maybe. Uh, I hear we got news. Whoa! So I can finally do this and just be like, she's beautiful. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, should I, do I eat cake first? Should I? It feels irresponsible. <laughs> I feel like we should Are talk about something else. Mm. There we go. I'm just going to put that gem right on her head. She's now terrasticized. Oh, no. Nice. Oh, Anyways. no. <laughs> uh, let's talk about other things. We'll talk about other things first. Uh... <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Enough Bob. meandering, Dan. Do Bob, you? we're oh, going okay. to you. We're okay. going to you. All right. A new game was announced this week. Samurai huh. Maiden. Mm. Um, okay. This is from developer Shade Inc. <laughs> All right. They made uh, Kondakawa Jet Girls. Uh -huh. That's a recent thing they made. They also worked on Orphan Scion of Sorcery on the PlayStation 2. Bob, that's what? all you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> So you should obviously go pre-order this now. Don't even look at it. Yeah. Yeah. They does also the made uh, Bullet Girls Fantasia. Does it? Mm. Does this have like a trailer? This does have a trailer. Does the trailer say the hand of Pyro? No, it does not. Oh, Instead, it. we learn about how you play as a uh, modern day girl who has been transported back to feudal Japan to fight <gasps> Nobunaga and his demon army. Oh, my God. With her, her, her squad of ninja maidens. Mm. And I guess you can kiss them. <laughs> but, Ooh. Uh, All right. It, it looks like a, a kind of sloppy action game, but I'll I'll, I'll try it. It oh. looks it looks higher rent than slop than like this tier of action game usually looks. Yeah, it looks around the Onichambara Which, level. Like I, I wouldn't yes, say it, it really hits above that. Okay. All right. Th that Onichambara is like in the top half. I know. Onichambara <laughs> <laughs> better than Devil May Cry too. Question mark. But, but honestly, thank God, thank God for Unreal Four because we're starting to get games like this again. 
Right. Where it's like this this will run and feel good at all to play, unlike some shit that existed during seventh gen. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, no, the, the thinking back and remembering I played X Blades. It's like that. Oh! A... <laughs> it, we, we don't have to go back there ever again, I hope. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, as far as other news I got, they finally actually announced that Tax Zogre uh, Reborn that got leaked a few weeks ago. Was that only a few weeks ago? I feel like that was one of the things in the NVIDIA leak. Well, I mean, it got leaked then. <laughs> then it got leaked again. Right, but that's like the other. The last week we got a few weeks ago was literally here are pictures and everything. Uh -huh, here's everything. Yeah. Whereas before we just we know it exists. We don't know exactly what it is. But it's just like this has been hell. Yes, <laughs> as it's just yeah. like announce the fucking thing. No, really, no, really. Today. So, uh, Bob, I hear it's improved art. <laughs> they certainly say it's improved art. Cool. Oh, Let's they're move so, on they're to the so crazy. I, yeah, I don't know who is there that's not stopping them, like hitting their hands when they try and do this. <laughs> Fucking malice. They just <laughs> smooth everything. It, it, they, they, there seems to be like certain teams that have the guy with the hammer and then other teams that don't. Yeah. It's, it's a little inconsistent, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I mean, there, there was the director, of, I think it was the fucking director of, of Chrono Trigger who was like, I don't understand why people are mad about the PC version. It looks better. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah, they're that, just that uh, old that guard. Katase. He is insane and old. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're, just, they're real dumb. They somehow can't hear from a billion people a hundred times. And they are making it worse. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't believe... I can't believe they don't even get yelled at enough to make it optional. Yeah, that's the part that's bizarre. Like right. we're never we're never gonna win the culture war to the degree it just doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. That 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 is beyond us. But I feel like we can get to the point where they stop putting them in. Uh give me the other details. Yeah, yeah. Um it's gonna be fifty dollars. That is a lot of uh, fucking money. That's too much. That's, yeah, that's too much. That's too much. Considering all the stuff they're doing, I could choke down forty, but fifty is like the yeah, is like Square Enix tax. Guys, you can't. They, that's, they, that's what they tried for Live bet. Alive, and that's a full remake yeah. with new art yeah, and that, everything. Right. On the on the other hand, uh, Nisa is releasing those Trails PSP games for fifty dollars and doing nothing to them. <sighs> that yeah, is they also seem to be true. doing quite Jesus. a bit on this, so I don't feel nearly as like yeah, it's, it's, over the it, price. It's, I, I just it, this is the normal. It's a Square Enix thing. It's ten dollars. I don't think there's a single Square Enix game I've ever bought outside of their biggest max price retail releases where I wasn't like, why is this $10 more for no reason? It was every DS game. It was the only Squaresoft games I personally bought as a child, which was Mario RPG and Brave Fencer Musashi, both, both of which were $70 in the <sighs> 90s. Yeah. And uh, it's just, and like all their weird lower scale things seems like it's $10 more for, it should be for no reason. Yeah, but as far as what they added, we got full voice acting, uh, both English and Japanese. Uh, battle AI's overhauled from the original game. Uh, character regressions redone, so now each individual character levels up instead of a whole class leveling up. Mm -hmm. That should be a lot better. We mm -hmm. talked about that the other week. Um, control and UI are overhauled. Battles are quickened with, and have autosave. That's cool. Mm -hmm. They did as long as you can turn it off, because sometimes you, you don't want autosave in the middle of something going horribly right, wrong. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for a frame of reference uh, for the they, price. They also, because they also I think it would be interesting to bring up parallels from the very same company. That Crisis Core Unreal Engine Five Remaster uh-huh. is fifty. What? Right. Yeah. So that's justifiably I mean, it like, fifty. It yeah. seems like they consider this live live a live and that like all the same. That's tier fucking like, insane because yes, one of is. these things is not like the other. Yeah, this, you can tell this is nowhere near the effort level. If I, I, it think had, if, I think they think if they put in effort to change the game code, it becomes a $50 game because they're like changing the UI and changing how classes and stuff works and that music. Like if, he, if they added multiple classes and um, they did completely new assets and they added like some real shit like that made even the tactics on PSP thing look paltry. Mm-hmm. I would start to understand this looking like this and being 50, but I feel like it's a bit of a reach. The things they announced for it are really good, though, aside from the visuals. Yeah, the visual. Like, the music thing is fucking awesome, yeah, that I, it's orchestral. A lot, a yes. lot of people and are getting like... the original composer back to, right. to do all of it. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of people are like, is, are they giving Matsuno some other project? Because it seems weird to go this big on the music just for this. Are you? Are they working on something else? They'd be crazy not to have a Matsuno working on something. Yeah, that would be. And, an, mm. and just the amount of work this specific thing is getting feels more than the other. We're 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 porting a thing that was old from. Yeah, our it feels it feels it feels more like we're trying to make you care about Tactics Ogre. So when we announce the big new game from the creator of Tactics Ogre, you care a lot. Yeah, them, and, and since them, that since yeah. that leak that had this, the NVIDIA leak, which is uh, now I think entirely correct because I think this was also <laughs> on it. Yeah, that also had Final Fantasy Tactics. So I imagine if they do like we're doing this and then Final Fantasy Tactics and then announcing like a new game, mm-hmm. I could yeah, see that being the case really easily. Specific style of tactics game get people like <laughs> interested in that again. God. Which would be a good reason to make this forty, but whatever. They, yeah, they I'm can't. Like, so now I'm like, is that tactics game going to be 50? Yeah. I, if they didn't ruin the graphics, I'd pay 50 for that easy. I hope it's actually a really good remake, like Live Alive here or something, where they do right. the HD 2D treatment. Oh, if it got HD 2D, I would lose my mind. Yeah, because they did it for freaking that, that weird garbage game that came out. Okay, it wasn't garbage. It wasn't garbage at all. <laughs> it, they did it for Triangle uh, Strategy. Which was like a super less interesting Final Fantasy Tactics. Well, well that makes sense. That's just that team that First, right. you know, started using uh, HD 2D, and they yeah. wanted to make I, one of those. I don't but know I do, if, get, like, I, I do get your sentiment of compared I, I, to I tactics, wanna, Bob. I want lashed out. Yes, to look good. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I, so I, I'm not like I. What we all would, uh, uh, and this is really funny. Uh, speaking of shit that's going to cost way too much, that Dio Field Chronicle shit is sixty. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. Um, but yeah, I. I this this collection hurts because I kind of passed up on the PSP one because I didn't like it the way it played in certain ways, mainly that class thing now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought this would be a great opportunity for you to go back and play it. And it's like, but now it looks hideous. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll be able to get used to looking at this game. I probably just will skip on it. What if you drank a bunch of alcohol and your vision was blurry enough? <laughs> well, well, look, look, Bob, wait Take a month. Take off your glasses. 
wait a month and play it on PC and someone will have made an installer I mean, to replace all the graphics. That's going to happen. Yeah, probably. That's probably going to be the sure ideal way to play. Will figure it out. Because this is actually popular, unlike Ground DS, so I don't have to right. rely on it. Oh, Fan yeah. It's, I remember when the Pixel remasters for Final Fantasy came out, and mm. the OG sprite injection was maybe under 48 hours. And then it got yeah. faster with each one because they all use the exact same like, like tools. Yeah. Man, Man fans what, can what, do what, it what? so quickly. Why isn't Square seeing that and be like, let's have a flipper, just turn it off and on? Because, because corporate culture. Every corporation is really good at like trying to snub out competition and doing their best to leverage new market spaces to try to get money out of you. They're really good at prioritizing that shit. But almost every corporation on the face of the fucking planet, for some reason at a certain size, will lose all sight of what their end user remotely fucking looks like and what they want from them and how they use their product. What what's really bizarre is that in general Square Enix has like really active our developers in Japan are constantly in contact with people in English speaking territories and mm-hmm. engaging fan response but on on stuff like this it just feels like it falls through the cracks entirely. Yeah. Or yeah. is brought up to them and the super executives are like I think it looks better this way. Yeah, I don't know. Someone somewhere who has too much control is just convinced that yeah. all of these need to have a weird monkey's paw. Because even Chrono Cross got fixed by the PC community to some extent, where they're like, we did the upscaling of the backgrounds correctly for you? Yeah, like the Chrono Cross was the same situation. I'd, I love, to, I'd love to give this another shot. Right, same. Yeah, yeah like I, they could they could go, they could give the people, like, there's an, up, there's an HD adjustment for every single part of Final Fantasy VIII on PC. Mm-hmm. And it looks good. Mm. Yeah, I, we we talked about that interview where where Katase said I, I thought the the sprite stuff looked looked fine because he also talked about the mobile Final Fantasy ports mm-hmm. that the the hilariously terrible ones where he's like, yeah, we got the original sprite artists to draw those, so and they're you know they're higher quality because sprites are old and they they he only thinks about it in the technology sense and not the aesthetics and like art and that, how it and it's how a very george lucas mindset just looks wrong yeah yeah, yeah it's it very, is very george very lucas. lucas yeah yeah i guess i guess i guess it's easy to fall into that when you're in like a like an artistic field that is also very dependent on technology yeah not everybody I, not everybody can be a chad like james cameron and is like i'm using groundbreaking technology in avatar 2 and it also looks completely insane yeah, I, I, I find it completely, I, I'm unsympathetic towards these people because I'm the definition of somebody who's fetishistic towards tech and really cares about the quality of things. And in no world do I go, well, that has more pixels, so that's gooder art. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just called not using your brain at all. <laughs> like, this is a higher res thing for my iPhone. It's like, yeah, it looks like shit compared to a DSLR. Because it's noisy as hell and the colors look bad, which new new iPhone stuff doesn't really. But that's not the point. Right. That's not the point. Anyways, let's 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 go ahead and move on. Sure. Um, Koch Media. Go ahead and try a few more on how to pronounce that. We're just gonna do Coach them all Media. so we don't. Okay, keep going. I don't know. You got any? Well, well you, okay. So Coke? I'm gonna do Coke, Cock, 
Koch, Coach, uh, bitch. Um, <laughs> it, there we go. Coke, right? And K is silent. I, I headed off the comment section. There we go. Go all ahead, right, Bob. Yeah, all of those. Uh, now it's play, Eon. Play it, Eon. Play on. It, it, play it's on. Play on. It's play on. It's supposed to be like play on, like you're playing a game. It's really fucking stupid. But it's also <laughs> a play on words. It's I, very smart. <laughs> but yeah, I think it literally I, I, says I really play hate on. That they when... change their name to something just as bad. So it pronounces the long E sound. Yeah, play the, on. Yeah, you, there's a video that that has this. If you this want, this is go unfortunate. To... They changed the name though. Yes, they changed the name. It, uh, the, who who are these oh, people? I, for people who don't know, these are the people who made or the parent company for Deep Silver, Prime Matter, and Ravens Court. So they're not really pe people who make Wait. games themselves. They just are the, the yeah. higher level up, and yeah. then they are under Embracer Group. <laughs> Yes. Oh God! This is such yeah. a, this is a fucking Matryoshka Matryoshka doll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Cool. So you, <laughs> that will affect nothing, but it's funny. But it is funny. It is, you know, yeah. Um, in my last piece of news, they announced Rift of the Necro Dancer, a new Necro Dancer game. Did anyone expect that? <laughs> I did not expect that. Like another game, just. Yeah, it, it had been long enough that since Necrodancer, and then they did the Hyrule thing. Uh-huh. I did yeah. not expect another. I expected something entirely different. That's fair. And not connected. I guess that they were just like, well, this I, is working. I get, hey. Yeah, I guess when you when you carve out a successful niche in this indie market, you gotta fucking tunnel in there and survive. When you got to make a Zelda-skinned version of your, of your game type, you're like, I think people might want more. Possibly. Uh, I'll do my news next. Sure. Ooh. Project L, which is still the funniest name, uh, which is the Riot Games fighting game, uh, yeah. is confirmed to be free to play. Uh, they say the next update's coming by the end of the year. People are, don't remember it's being made by the people who made uh, the fucking rollback netcode that everyone Ru enjoys. Uh, in Rising uh, Thunder. In, yes. ri in the Rising that, Thunder project that was pretty cool, but then shut down after a while. Yeah, yeah that was I really enjoyed Rising Thunder. It did. It I did. did it was the first game to do the one button specials that I think did it correctly, which is no, there's no in there's no inputs. There's no two tiers of special. Yeah. Like Grand Blue Fantasy does that and it completely defeats the fucking point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know why every other game that's tried that has done that two tiers. It's like, no, that's not why they're, they're here. They're afraid of scaring off, like, normal fighting game people, but normal fighting game people really liked um, Rising Thunder, from my experience, because it had good netcode, and it taught new players how to play the game possibly better than any other game I play, because it's like, now you can't spam your specials. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really interesting, and I'm I'm really looking forward to Project L. <laughs> yes, uh, I yeah, think it looks, it looks I, really sick, and also we don't get enough tag fighters, and this one looks like it'll be probably really crazy. Besides, if Umumu doesn't get a launch, I could just bitch and piss and moan on every big thing until it happens, right? That's how yes. it works. Yeah, yeah. Have we they do that for the Switch Pro? We can do that for anything. This the this Tarek. Do you think they've announced Tarek? I don't know who they've announced, but oh, I wouldn't okay. be surprised. Tarek is very I popular. I feel like they, they're not going to announce Tarek. They're going to be like, this guy sucks. And I'm like, yeah, put him in. <laughs> I think on one of... On, Dan, I, on. I, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Dan, but I think mm -hmm. in one of their lore revisions, they made him really important. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you're right on that. <laughs> uh, unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, I'm I'm really excited for this game. It actually visually looks very nice. I think it was a foregone conclusion that it was going to be free to play, mm -hmm. given that yeah, it's Riot. Their success has been with that. Yeah, even yeah. Rising Thunder was going to be that, right? And it's a multiplayer focused game. Mm -hmm. So I think it was pretty obviously going to be this from the beginning. So I found that being an update unto itself kind of funny, but worth bringing up to just be like, there you go. It definitely we, is the right time to do that after Multiverses is tearing up as a free-to-play fighting game. I wonder yeah. if Evo, we're going to announce like a date or anything, if we're going to find more info yeah, about I, it. Yeah, it's been so long. I feel like it needs to be soon. The shit has been in development for years and years and years. In yeah, the, it's only been in, announced in the video for they did. the last year and a half or something. <laughs> yeah, in, in the video they did for this, they were like, uh, enjoy Evo, but we're going to talk about our game later in the year. We'll right. that's, what, that's, this year. that's what I was going to say. They literally said later this year. You don't say that when it's a week away. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it for my news. Uh, I did not get to grab much this week because once again, taking a week off. Uh, let's go to feel. Okay, so uh, this is just a minor funny thing. Uh, New Zealand is challenging the Activision Blizzard acquisition by Microsoft. And Microsoft's response was basically... No game Activision or Blizzard makes is important and critical to the industry or culture, so it doesn't matter if we own them. Duh. That is the maybe most insane and funniest statement I've ever seen. Like, I saw yeah. that on my timeline and went, this, this has to be fake, because it says, with respect to Activision Blizzard games, there's nothing unique about the video games developed at Activision Blizzard. Let, that is a yeah, must-have for rival PC see. and console game distributors. That could give rise to a foreclosure concern. Let's see. Call of Duty, not important. You know, and then that's not important. <laughs> it's just uh, the biggest Warcraft, video War game in war the world. <laughs> in, in the world. Warcraft 3 didn't totally modernize and define a genre. Diablo didn't create a genre. Uh, no. World of Warcraft did not make the MMO genre mainstream. None, none of these things happened. Overwatch, uh, not important at all. None um, of these, no. N none of the, the Starcraft, not important at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. None of these things matter. Yeah, there was also, um, what was it, on the 20th of May, I suppose, uh, they started doing this review process, you know, in Brazil. In Brazil for this acquisition. And uh, every major companies in the industry had to come out and speak on what their thoughts on it were. And it was really bizarre because Sony comes out and they're like, yeah, this is a huge fucking deal. Look at how much they're spending. Yeah, Use your brains. It, it, they have 2,000 employees working on this one video game. And, yeah, it's, it's and real then you look at every other publisher in the industry who are just third-party publishers, uh -huh. and they all basically go, uh, we, we don't know. It seems like it could be fine. And I'm like, you fuckers just want to get bought next. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really funny just to think that, like, wow. Microsoft could make 300 Horizon Forbidden Wests for the cost of this acquisition. Yeah. They all want to make games. That that's becoming a, that's becoming brutally apparent. Let's continue with Blizzard and more Blizzard and Microsoft news. Uh, <laughs> can, can I uh, can I read a quote uh, from the Brazil thing specifically? Sure. Uh, this is summarized over on Reset Era from somebody who's been looking through all of this stuff as it's been happening for the last couple of months. Mm -hmm. over in brazil amazon 
said they don't have enough information to assess the importance of Microsoft and Activision Blizzard on game publishing. Google basically saying the same and then following up with, well, you know, alternatives to COD, uh, there's like Counter-Strike and Rainbow Six and Battlefield. So, eh. and wow, you know, there's Lost Ark and Guild Wars 2. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Uh, sure. Lost Ark, come on. Uh, uh, so every tech company came out to be like, eh, it's fine, it's whatever. The publishers and devs please came don't out get to in be our like, way either. Right, exactly. It's fucked up that like Sony's one of the only people to come out and be like, use your fucking brain. There, this there is one a reason. Game sells more than every other game in the industry every year. Uh, yeah, and on top of that, the Call of Duty by itself. Is one of the only games ever that you can see generation over generation. Microsoft had the marketing deal during the 360 era. Things went their way for most of it, and it did really well for them. Mm -hmm. Sony got that marketing deal the next gen, and shit started going their way then. Really hard. Now, I'm not saying Call of Duty is the only thing that matters, but that definitely made a fucking difference. And they spent shitloads yeah, of money... And co-published the marketing. Like, they paid... Sony paid it, and Microsoft paid it before to get that deal done. Of course, they fucking matter. Yeah, speaking of other so, Activision things that helped push uh, push PlayStation, that gen, uh, Destiny, mm. they made like, yeah, exclusive missions there to the degree where it's like, I'd be an idiot if I bought it on the Xbox version. There's less game to play. Yeah, but there were more players, weirdly enough. <laughs> when I found oh, that out, great. I was like, oh, I'm glad oh. Sony spent all that money so that way the majority of players don't get to play all the content. Especially when those are exclusive strikes, which are just the thing you're doing in the playlist constantly. That's Yeah, plus yeah. Uh, PlayStation had that one multiplayer map exclusive for a year in advance, and it was actually one of my faves. <laughs> and I was like, wow. oh, this is fucking wrong. But yeah, it's really unfortunate Doesn't Sony's matter, the only one saying that this is uh, a problem. Because yeah. then every, every person with no critical thinking skills goes, well, of course they don't like it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, plus it becomes, this, it becomes this thing where people will just disregard the concept because the only one complaining about it is the competitor. It, it, yeah. Is the direct competitor. So it just ruins any level of discussion about it. And it's like, well, well, that's the direct comparator. What are they going to say? Uh, you're supposed to be doing an antitrust thing right now. So, it, ironically, what the competitor says is super relevant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, I, people in Congress, people at all these, like the FTC and stuff, you know they don't listen to industry professionals, uh, uh, like analysts and stuff. They just listen to podcasts, and every podcaster says it's fine, actually. so <laughs> It's fine and, and inevitable. In fact, it already happened. Yes. Anyway, let's uh, move on to the next bullet. Uh, so Blizzard is, Blizzard is trying to ascertain how much they can wash people who are going to be playing Overwatch 2 and are like, because they're getting rid of loot boxes, they're going to a battle pass and paid cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and the it seems it seems to be they're landing on thirty to forty five dollars. That shit's insane for its skin. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Th this is for like their ultimate skin. I think they're gonna add a better skin tier, but yeah, to compare Ugh. it to a contemporary game, I've been playing Fortnite. I have not talked about it on this podcast. I play Fortnite now. 
and I and I'll buy the skins. <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna put this Star Wars character in there, or or th- we're gonna put in the Naruto characters, and you get two skins of these unique characters with animations and other stuff. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Okay, like, that's cool. But what for, if it was like, a super like more than one? <laughs> but what if it was a super premium like Reinhardt skin? You you would you would pay eighty dollars for that. I swear to God, it, one of them was that. One of them was like, would you pay eighty? Would you? And I'm like, I there, must be misreading there, this. There is a League of Legends insane skin that is like a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, one Blizz- of one like Blizzard's part of this insane. part of the survey was like, well, Valorant has weapon skins that are like sixty dollars, so oh. this is a whole character skin. Right. My, my my view on this is like, I'm a sicko. If I'm playing some game and really really like it, and they're like thirty dollars for this skin, you that is that you really like, I might do it, but I don't think kids should have the option to do it. Yeah. I, when if your game's free to play, there's going to be a lot of, pe- of of poor and young people playing it, and I don't think you should be trying to sell them stuff that costs this much. I think that's a little bit dirty pool. It has the energy of like the one time I saw. I swear to God, I thought this woman was going to hit a GameStop employee with a bat <laughs> because. Uh, her, her, she sent her kid in with money to get a game, and he came out with, I think, a game, a game informer subscription, and no game because of the employee. And and she went in there, and and she actually secured that money. It might have come out of his pocket because he was afraid for his life, which he should have been. <laughs> wow. Um, but it, I, it just has that energy to me. Yeah, I I put a lot of money into the original Overwatch when I was playing it. You know, when it was brand new, mm-hmm. like a good a good bit. At no point could you have convinced me to spend $30 for any of those legendary skins. And a lot of those look cool as hell. You cannot get me to do that. See, I would love to comment on this story and my stance on it, but Mm -hmm. that would just make me a hypocrite when they had eight more skins for Velma. Yeah, right. (laughs) Dan, don't all these skins combined cost $800? I have to go. You don't even play Velma, Dan. I have to go. <laughs> Velma's I, a great I, I, character. I love her mechanics. I just don't fucking understand. <laughs> what, whatever. I think you're valid. It just came off really insane seeing this price point when I came off playing Fortnite, where I'm like, this is $20 and it's a licensed character. Yeah, yeah no. Like, I... obviously, fucking these numbers are out of whack. They're insane. Yeah, they, they look at League and they look at other stuff from that side. I mean, they should really be looking at Fortnite and at. Yeah. Like, even Multiverses has much more reasonable pricing on that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's like. It's crazy. Uh, but I, it, I get it. It's good that they're getting rid of the loot boxes. It is. Okay, like, yeah, that is that is true, and I hope their battle there, pass is like sober and not a Halo battle pass. Yeah, it raises the question of like, is there a way to earn skins without doing the this though? Is there a way to is there a tier of skin we can get? I assume there will be a tier of skin that uses whatever free currency you get from doing like dailies or whatever, and then there will be the premium skins that you can only buy. My um my gamer premonition for it is the battle pass will have epic skins. One legendary at the end, but they will add just the mythic tier that you will never get on anything but money. Yeah, mm-hmm. that seems likely. Yeah. 
And that's what's eighty dollars. Yeah. 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 Uh, but let's talk about Microsoft again. No. <laughs> Words I don't want to hear in a podcast because it's undoubtedly during the news segment. Oh. Microsoft is testing in Colombia and Ireland a new tier of Game Pass Ultimate wherein you can share the benefits with up to four people. Mm. Uh, there is no details in this post about how that works, like if it's one person at a time or anything like that. Uh, it does imply what the price of this will be because converting your Game Pass to this gives you 18 days for every month. So it's safe to assume that uh, it's going to be $25 a month. Because, you know, 60% of a month, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 60, so, you know, 60, 15 is 60% of 25. Yeah. You know, simple math. And for people who don't know, when they do these conversion things, it is literally the exact dollar amount when they convert like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, you know, when I upgraded, at one point when they could upgrade, the way it worked is it would go, okay, you have this many days of this, that would convert into this. Uh, and then something broke at some point. It became, well, well, obviously, all three years are fucking Game Pass Ultimate. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah we don't have we don't really have any uh anything know anything but that um i i guess this has to be their strategy to to try and pump those numbers up like well well if somebody doesn't want to spend you know 15 dollars a month they can get together with their friends and spend 25 maybe because that's how this is going to be used i i kind of struggle like either it's going to have so many restrictions nobody will want it Mm mm-hmm or it's going to be too loose and they're going to see overall Game Pass subs go down because people will convert to this and use it with their friends and like three people that were buying Game Pass are now one person buying this higher tier. Right, that would absolutely happen. Or they might even have some fucked up thing where it's like, well, you're sharing Game Pass Ultimate, but only you can play online. (laughs) That'd be insane. Oh, good lord. They could always do that. I could see something like that, but yeah, like we don't we don't know what it's what's going to happen. Uh, fucking filling out the big think dimensions rogues gallery. Um, <laughs> Inti creates uh, has announced a new game. It is called Grim Guardians Demon Purge. It looks like them making Portrait of Ruin, but it looks exactly like Symphony of the Night. I'm not even sure if it's a Metroidvania. It seems like it's just linear. Guys, let me explain in the simplest way possible. What if Charlotte had a gun and Portrait of Ruin was just a standard linear action platformer? Now, there's another wrinkle to this also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Those characters are from Galgun. Specifically, Galgun oh. Double Piece. That's why it's Grim oh. Guardians Demon Purge. Same initials on both. Oh, so it's so it's the one that's named after the pornographic uh, meme. Yeah, it's literally those characters. They even use the same like art for their talk bubbles. Okay. Uh, okay. Into Create Soul is so blatantly we are the bootleg version of blank that they now can't even be the official bootleg version of castlevania they have to be a bootleg of that bootleg with their own original characters i characters that look a lot like uh miriam honestly 
Yeah, I I just yeah. looking at this, I'm like, Iga has to be pissed. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> yeah, like, like the, the the screenshots of like the the backgrounds of of what they've shown look so much like Symphony of the Night. Like it's legitimately inexcusable. Like there's there's we're making kind of the same thing, and it's like we used your shit as a reference for our shit. Yeah, this sucks. Um, I'm actually more positive on a lot of things from Inti mm -hmm. and understand they're for people who aren't me. This sucks. Oh, the, and uh, and apparently these characters are um, ancestors of characters from fucking Gunvolt, I guess. This like, <laughs> like this is a soup like this is a super prequel to Gunvolt. Cool. They're, yeah, they're, they're so like, smart, like, actually. I, I don't know. I, I was really just, wasn't I was ready just... for... I wasn't ready for Castlevania ripoff using our characters from the franchise where you shoot girls so they make Ahagal faces. Yeah. Yeah, and then they do the double peace sign. That's why it's called double peace. I... Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. All the official uploads went private, too. On YouTube, I, I have no idea what's going on over there. Maybe we shouldn't have just ripped shit from Symphony of the Night to put in the background of our game. That shit's in it. I, mm. I'm genuinely beyond words when it's like we started making things that are clearly based on Mega Man without Inafune with the Luminous Avenger shit, and now it's we're also doing that for Castlevania. And it's like. You can't even be the whole, like, ah, this former creator of Thing has worked with us on other Thing. You're, you're, you're too bootleg and cheap for that, even. They, they won't answer my calls anymore, so here's what I have. And I would like to know, yeah. Charlotte with the gun looks boring as shit to play. Only an idiot would yeah, make it's, this it's, and be like, wow, this is cool, right? The trailer, the tr even the trailer gives away the game because it's like, Here's our boss fight. You put on the ice shield as Charlotte and then shoot the boss to death. It doesn't try to get out of the way and the fight is over in 15 <sighs> seconds in this trailer. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first multiverse season has been delayed. The director uh, is not happy. The director isn't happy. Uh, they had to clarify that no, Discovery isn't ruining us yet. <laughs> like as as of now discovery acquiring warner brothers has has not destroyed everything like it destroyed every single element of hbo max and every everybody's job and everything they've been working on and they're taking down all their content for minor tax breaks because the direct the, the new ceo is from discovery and literally thinks that scripted television and scripted movies are people chasing trends like some weird 150 year old vampire so this you know, person, trend, you know, trends from the what the beginning of film. So so this person isn't uh, he's he's never actually seen a TV show or a movie, has he? He just <laughs> no. knows what they look like on a spreadsheet. His yeah, eyes he, are he constantly knows, shooting lasers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. Yeah. Good luck to the people making multiverses. It can't be easy. Yeah, pl pl please do yeah. not sell WB games to Microsoft immediately, Discovery. Thank you. Yeah, that'd be bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move to the KZ news. I'm going to steal one bullet. Okay. 
This is the one bullet KZ had that oh, I absolutely that wanted to cover. Sony's oh. removing the accolades feature on PS5 because no one used it. I had to listen to every person in the world go, what feature? Yeah, what is this? I don't know what it so, is. Uh, I can speak from experience having used it in one game total. Bob, <laughs> have you seen it in any game? No, I, no I'm not, unless I looked over your screen, but I don't think I did. Black Ops Cold War, the PS5 virtual launch title, has this feature integrated. It's called Accolades. What it is is you, you tell someone on the PSN that they're a cool leader or a, a, a solid teammate. They, they're a good defender, and you push this yep. button, and then and then I don't know what happens. It was never clear, and that is just good job. You did that. Yeah. To be fair, I think they showed it to me in a bubble once on the UI, but yeah. it was at the launch of this system. I'm not going to remember most things. So this feature is clearly something you'd normally implement in your multiplayer game by itself. Right, like this is not something that needs to be out on the system level. So here's the catch-22 of this system. Mm -hmm. Because while you may look at the concept of the system and be like, okay, that's that's good though, right? Because you're positively reinforcing your allies from the prior game. Mm -hmm. If your game gave enough of a shit, it would have implemented a similar system itself. And if it didn't, then why would they implement your version? And so when I saw this at launch, I'm like, that's going to fucking die. <laughs> if I'm sitting yeah. here, this weird person who needs to know all the features of the box, mm -hmm. who needs to know all the things this OS could do that the last one couldn't. So that way I could be like, I preferred the PS4. Um, and I'm sitting here looking at this going, but the game already has that feature or it doesn't. And it didn't implement your weird version. And since you gave no other benefits from using this feature, there is no reason to ever hit the square button and have it bring up, here's this custom menu we made to let you give the thumbs up, but with special words and things. Uh, this feature was never good. It was clearly marked for death from day one. No wonder no one fucking knows about it. Right? I'm, uh... <laughs> I, I am now thinking about the numerous multiplayer games I've played where mm -hmm. when you start it, they say, what name do you want to go by? And I'm imagining, well, I want to give this person an accolade. I don't know what their PSN is. They had a completely different username in the actual match we had. See, that's the thing. I couldn't remember how it dealt with PC gamers in COD um, because, of course, I had COD opened up to multiplat. And I can't remember what exactly it did in other ways like that. I could have sworn what would have happened is if it was a PC player, it just wouldn't let me hit the button. But if it was a console player, all I had to do was highlight them in COD and then hit a button. Right. And I think that's how that worked there. But COD doesn't have you make your own character name even, I don't think. Uh, COD does have a network, but I can't remember exactly how that works. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, this is dumb. It is. Uh... Unlike the leaderboard system, which was really great and obviously had benefits, this has none. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all I wanted to cover. Did you want to do the smaller news before the Poke Chunk? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, let's do it. All right. So, first up, we got some uh, type moon type stuff. Uh, Melty Blood 
uh, type Lumina. Got two more DLC characters. They're they're free like all the other ones were. I don't know why they keep saying it's DLC decision or whatever they call that shit. <laughs> the decision is that I have more characters to play. Uh, Neko Arc and Mash Kyrie Light? Kyrie Light? Uh, Kyrie Light, some... yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kyrie Light, they, I they're guess. They're DLC fighters. For reference, the second one, Mash... It is just a fake go character. It's not. It's not yeah, an she, old she, she, character. She's your <laughs> starter. She's your starter, sir. Like the the main one that you get initially in Fate Grand Order. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I watched the Fate Grand Order anime. She's in, she's pretty cool. So. Oh, sure. cool. Uh, okay. I guess they're doing like some cross promotional stuff because uh, uh, Arcuid. Uh, some yeah. version. Some version of her. It was added to Fate Go. And like a wedding dress or something, and you you can yeah. There's a, there's a bunch there's a bunch of versions. They've like every Tight Moon thing has crossed over with Fate <laughs> Grand Order already. Yeah, yeah. They like drop both of these at the same time, so it's like some stuff. <laughs> That's when you know multiverses will really go off the goop. They're like, we put Velma in a wedding dress, and I'm like, <laughs> why did you do this? <laughs> why did you do this? And why did I buy it? I'm like, wait a minute, it's already in the cart. It's just like Archer dance. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, according to the devs, they're making jokes about how Neko Arc will be stronger in here due to the remake giving her more power. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> how could she be more powerful? She already shot eye lasers. I know. <laughs> well, if you recall, in that trailer, they show her uh, making you go live. <laughs> she just starts streaming your ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's so good. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome. Mhm. Mm I I need I need to play more of that because uh, everything about like the general aesthetic that Melty Blood type Lumina was doing where I'm like this is really clean and nice. Yeah. Uh what date were those coming? Did we have a date for them? I thought we did. Summer. Okay. Yeah, so they just said they, yeah, they had one of those like calendar things at the bottom of like summer this, winter that because we have two more coming in winter. Okay. Uh, that we don't know about. Uh, it's still really, it's still really crazy to me that all of these are just like not charged DLC. Yeah, right. that's awesome. Yeah, that that fake Grand Order is the second most profitable game of all time. Money, I guess. Yeah, I I, I would love to see them go. We're Type Moon. What if we just had Type Lumen to live for six or seven years? And I'm like, and sure. Um, slowly turn it into a fake Grand Order game because one, uh, that's the ideal format for fake Grand Order. I don't is being a fighting game, mm -hmm. and two. It'll make people who are like, why isn't why isn't this character this minor character in the thing that isn't translated in this game? <laughs> I feel uh, I feel put like in, there, put in there Kentucky, could be like please. a good mix in here. I feel like you could have a good mix of the the veteran uh, Melty Bullet characters that are still not in yet. Oh yeah, yeah they should put in every, they should put in every single like normal Melty Blood from the original Melt game. Then they should just only do fake Grand Order characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for what the two more characters will be. Yeah, they, 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 said they already peeped, so I don't know what they can do. I know. <laughs> Anything's uh, free game from here, right? Right. I, I really hope they bring in a character who is as pathetic as that dude that Bob kept talking about from the story mode that sucks. Oh yeah, where they, he has eight where he has 18 wives and accidentally got shipped there by UPS, and that's why he's in the story. <laughs> yes. God. <laughs> depressing. <laughs> We also got a new trailer for Fate Extra Record. That's the remake of the PSP original uh, that they've been going quiet about for a, for a long time now. Uh, 
I watched it. It looks cool. Like, is visually. It, is it? Is it both? I do not know. There was, I didn't even know there were two. Yeah, I, yeah, there was a sequel that never got localized after the first one got localized. It was called Fate Extra CCC. Yeah, is this a trailer uh, in the U.S. or a trailer in Japan? Uh, it's a trailer in Japan where they showed it someplace and then we saw pictures of it for like two weeks and then they finally put it online. I don't think they'd be doing this if they weren't didn't intend to localize it because all the fate shit has been getting localized now. Like yeah, they're um, better about that. Like they like they yeah. even did Extella one and two, which like if you're gonna skip anything, <laughs> <laughs> like the bad the bad Muso that has as much content as according to according to Nasu who wrote for it, three seasons of an anime. It certainly felt like it when I tried to play that. <laughs> it's also just the also first this one is, just uh, looks what I'm reading. This just looks like it has more money. Yeah. Than like a lot of the stuff, so I, I can't imagine it won't be brought over. And that this is the one that's like a turn based RPG, right? Yeah, it was it's it's the one it's the one on the moon, yeah, with the moon archive and it's a turn based RPG where you have one character. I kinda wonder if they'll be changing the gameplay. It's really funny because I'm watching this trailer and at no point does it look like a turn based RPG. <laughs> well the whole the whole trailer is just every character doing their noble phantasm, so it's like their ultimate. Yeah. And tits. <laughs> Just to be clear, well, this trailer's a lot of that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Francis Drake is in there. <laughs> and, 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 and also Red Saber. Yeah, Red Saber's really hanging out yeah. <laughs> without the family. Uh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, hopefully they, they, like, dub this and everything. They dubbed that freaking VR game. <laughs> well, there that was important. Hope. Yeah, there might be a little, little hope. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like this this seems high end enough that they might dub it. There's right. there's no way to tell. Yeah, I was like, I don't have any hope for like a visual novel, but where this is more traditional RPG, they might. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is also the um we talked about it on a big thing when it happened forever ago. The director of Dragon Quest Builders 2 left Square 2 specifically for this game. Yeah, I remember that. Like, like oh. to work on this. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Evo announced they're going to be doing a showcase where they're <laughs> going to show fighting game reveals. Like, there's uh, going to be a specific slot for it. And then IGN uh, covered the story saying, exciting reveals for Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and more. And then Ed Boon quoted it saying, No. <laughs> yeah, the the reason they said that is because they when they when Evo announced this, they said the companies that were there to make announcements, uh, and so IGN just goes, "Well, the only thing Warner Brothers could have is Mortal Kombat." It's like you don't yeah. think they could announce Scorpion or Sub Zero or any Nether Realm character being in multiverses or you know just multiverses. Yeah, or even Injustice or whatever. Anything else that studio oh, is working please on? Please no. Please no more Injustice. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's it's I, so nice coming to multiverses and like there's Superman who's the wow, good guy. Wow, Superman. He's, he's not covered in armor. He's not murdering people. But he, look, he has the charisma and the charm, but I've seen his moveset. He's evil. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> also, his outfit isn't filled with 18 speed lines, battle True. armor, and LEDs. Thanks, thanks, Jim Lee. Jim Lee. 
Okay, I need to know who who ruined superhero outfits because good lord, Jim Lee. Uh, but yeah, it was nice seeing Ed Boon do that and then follow up going, let Street Fighter have a moment, please. This <laughs> 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 fucking we're, we're we're busy. Uh. Uh, okay, so this one's very quick. Grounded leaves early access September 27th. They're really pushing that they have a full campaign that, like, will solve the mystery of you being small. Okay. Is this going to be like Bright Memory Infinite and this game's going to be three hours long? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Maybe. That, that would, that's honestly my guess, the campaign at least. I can't imagine it being particularly large or high production. It's funny like, because we spent a decent chunk of time on it in that giving games a chance live. I think it was like two hours ish. Mm -hmm, and it yeah. was like, if it's three hours long, it'll just be the same thing, but with plot going the whole time. Yeah, I, I, have, no, I have no reference to this game, so I can't even like I can't even make an accurate prediction. Besides, I don't know, maybe there's a cutscene and they want you to fill a progress meter. Damn, when we hit the end scene. of when we hit the end of our game of games at Chance Live, we hit the headquarters and what should be important lore. And the second that starts up, the the robot just goes, "There's nothing here. Please come back when the game's done." <laughs> yeah, it was like technically uh, what we played was story campaign content until we hit that. But we also played a little bit after that. We did. And we didn't play for three full hours. No. So what I'm saying is... Yeah. Yeah, no, it could absolutely. And that would be fucking insane. It's like, oh, man, you're going to find out so much. Okay, go to the room next to me. There's the there's all the plot details. Grounded right. actually <laughs> occupies the same space as uh, Sea of Thieves. Where anytime I'm like, no one really talks about this. I don't think anyone plays that. There are some very loud vocal people who are like, actually, people love that. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's What's funny is I I haven't heard a soul for that for Grounded. I actually ran into a few people like that for Grounded, where they're very wow. insistent. I'm like, that's the yeah, like, that's a bigger stretch than Sea of Thieves, even. <laughs> like like Sea of Thieves, I can count on more than one hand of people who are just like, yeah, I like that. I'm just sailing with some people and vibing. Mm -hmm. Grounded, I've I haven't I. I love I, I spiders struggle. scaring the fuck out of me. <laughs> I, I, I like this specific crafting game. None of the others. <laughs> <laughs> None of this the one's five thousand. This one's hobby grade. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't have Vin Diesel, so I like it. Uh, this piece of news was the first thing I wrote in this document because it, it is a, a a very real leak uh, for the new Tomb Raider game. Mm -hmm. uh, this came via a voice acting casting script. Before I go further, this story developed three days later. This is broken, to my understanding, by. Uh, Colin Moriarty, formerly of IGN and Greg Miller's company. He mm. was served a DMCA <laughs> because he did what I think is hilarious in concept, but very stupid. They read the entire script on a podcast. What an idiot. Reading where they cast, they had the co-host play characters and what? did the, crit, the script. What? what? Now, moron. Now, Colin, I know your whole bit is stupidly dying on a hill. I know that's like your biggest hobby right now, but holy shit, man. It's supposed <laughs> to be a hill, not literally a burning pile of trash. Uh, I would say it, that's a career given given uh, his career path has been about that. But what makes it even funnier is his podcast come out early on Patreon. Square Enix served Patreon a DMCA notice. 
So so Patreon had to go back and forth with him about it. I only learned this because he put out a podcast where he got a lawyer friend he knows to talk about it. Of course them. he has a lawyer friend. To, he to, knows. to 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 explain why why they took it down. Uh, however, these are details and not me reading the script, so it'll be fine. It, right! It's, oh because you have a fucking functioning brain! Uh, that guy. Uh, I think the term fair use was attempted to be used here uh, because, you know, they're dramatically re- it's, it's full of shit. Uh, yeah. The, so this is Project Jawbreaker is what they're internally calling it. Uh, Laura Croft's in her 30s. She's done adventures for years. Uh, there's no family drama or anything. She's known in the media... And has inspired a new generation of Tomb Raiders. Uh, she's lonely. A mysterious cataclysm is going to force her to create a team of Tomb Raiders because I guess they want to make her a fucking superhero now. Yeah, that's fucking the, weird. I, I well, really worry about this being combat kids, almost. <laughs> like, see, oh, I want to play Bob, as the Tomb that's Raider. That's your worry. Okay. My worry is this is some kind of fucked up nightmare service game, and her team are the players. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 uh, awful. I, like I it's something like it where it's like bit. raid the tomb faster than the other team of tomb raiders. You can pick from these five tomb raiding <laughs> classes. Primal, but tomb raider dead on impact. Dude, fucking the worst thing that could happen to this is that yeah. I think what it'll maybe be a bit closer to is we're weirdly gonna get these three Tomb Raider games about how she's not the Tomb Raider yet. Mm-hmm. And now we've got this post-Tomb Raider game that will be the Uncharted 4 moment where it's like, I'm getting too old to be the Tomb Raider. And it's like, we never saw you do it! Yeah. <laughs> okay, and yeah, there's gonna so- be all these youngins who are really fast and good at it, and one of them's going to one of them's going to be all cocky and British and be a little shit. <laughs> and she's just gonna be like, oh, he beat me to it because he's so young and I'm old. I'm I- in my 30s. <laughs> I wonder I, I was, how was, far along this is because they're hiring voice actors, but at the same time, they're getting sold. And this seems, if it isn't far lo- enough lo- along, this seems like the kind of thing that immediately gets beheaded when a studio switches owners. Uh, maybe I don't know. Embracer's been pretty good about letting people finish projects. I think because they they were involved with the THQ cells, mm-hmm. and they let yeah. a couple of those teams finish their games. So I don't know. It depends on yeah. how long, far along it is, you know? Yeah, they probably at least wanted, uh, like, a cast locked in. So if they want to do a, a CG trailer that shows you a character or two, like, they have the people that are going to be those characters on lock. Hmm. Not necessarily, you know, that, that it's, like, hyper far along. Because this is the Unreal Engine 5 Tomb Raider game that they announced, right. like, right. a couple of months ago. So that's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I... It's a new direction. Right. And that's good. Thank yeah. God. It's not yeah. the same thing again. Oh, oh, it, and also her being in her 30s, they didn't make her like too old so you would be doing the entire four thing. At least she shouldn't be. But mm-hmm. who knows? They might. Well, that'll be the ending. She'll be 50. Now, what, what, what they need to do <laughs> and like to honestly, Tomb Raider needs to go back not control wise, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it needs to go back to the PlayStation 1 era where it's like, no, you're fighting raptors and aliens because you found the crystal skull and the aliens came out of the walls to try to kill you because you're taking the crystal skull. Right. We need the like, exciting shit. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be. We, we don't. We, we we need. to. I think Laura Croft can exist at the same time as Nathan Drake, but you have to go the hard opposite direction of Uncharted where Uncharted is like, 
maybe there's a supernatural thing. It's not really clear, and it blows up at the end, so we'll never have the answer. It turns you, you out can't... there was there was a fucking those were suits. It's like yeah, they still jump five stories in the sky. How do they do that? Oh, G fuel. Oh. oh. Yeah, All like right. like none of that. Lorecraft Croft needs to shoot raptors and fight aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did, they tried to unmask an alien and they rip its face off. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that was an actual alien. <laughs> it has four mouths. They uh, <laughs> fuck. I I just pissed myself. The end of the first Tomb Raider reboot <laughs> does like delve into that. You're actually fighting undead oh. people, like undead oh, okay. like army of samurai. Cool. Yeah, and that, then I yeah, don't know if that ever comes back. Oh, um, my understanding oh. is that both the other ones are like there's a supernatural thing, but it gets blown up at the end and is gone forever, so we don't have to ever think about it again. <laughs> that that it's Frank. really great that they literally did nothing different from Uncharted except they tortured a woman way more. All right. Uh, let me just double check here. Yeah, uh, we have no other news aside from our top story. There was a Pokemon Presents uh, this week. So let's let's go. First up, Pokemon World Championships are returning August 18th. You'll be able to competitively play with additional games like Pokemon United, Pokemon Go? Yeah, uh, yeah. Pokemon Go changed. <laughs> uh, sure, that's... that's <laughs> That that's cool. They showed their trophy. It's got a Pikachu on it, uh, on top of a trophy while holding a trophy. The trophy is a base, mm-hmm. three sharp angle things to come to form another base that holds a Pikachu that holds a trophy. And both me and Tosh look at each other and both go, "The the the spokes need to go." <laughs> that's fucking stupid. No, I'm sorry. No, you got it's. They just want to make the trophy taller. Yes. But they want a Pikachu on They it. didn't want the Pikachu on They should have just it. put that ferret that was drawn for Pokemondays on it. It should just be a, ti- a giant, tall ferret. <laughs> God. <sighs> but yeah, that, that's our non-real news. Uh, next up, we got a Pokemon Go segment. Uh, they're like, the Pokemon Go Fest is coming, uh, is happening August 27th. Uh, they're gonna have more story stuff and also Ultra Beasts are in, which is what re- told me that they're on Sun and Moon now in terms of like Pokemon gens. Yeah, very cool. They even, they even showed like one of the Ultra researchers that I think was in the uh, in Ultra Sun and Moon where they look insane. <laughs> it's just a dude in all white with the Cyclops visor. Uh, that's I really cool. like them trying to be like, whatever happened to that professor from Pokemon Go? He slipped into the Ultra Void. Oh no! And I'm just like, he's gone. Who? What, what the yeah, fuck I happened? I, I, I was, I was like, this is a story beat that I wasn't expecting because I didn't expect a story beat at all. Right. Like, like in all of that. Uh, this was my regular reminder that I should play Pokemon Unite again uh, because they had a segment on it. Uh, they, yeah. They're doing a, a Pika party event where you only play as Pikachu. Yeah, it's, it's not even just the players. The it's, it's literally it's, every wild Pokemon too, <laughs> yes, and every player. Yes. And I'm like, oh my god. And, yeah, the fucking brand event begins. Uh, they also added Buzzwole into this game. He might be uh, the lamest he, Ultra Beast. I gotta say it. <laughs> He reminds uh, no, I, me. I, 
I like that dude. He's a dumb bodybuilder. Yeah, he reminds yeah, me of the body. He reminds me of the bodybuilder from fucking SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's uh, that might be why I like him so much. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they look now. Now that Dan has said it, yeah. <laughs> I need to see this SpongeBob episode. I guess. Okay, well, and then I'll understand I mean, the yes, beauty you of need to see, You need to see the Anchor Arms episode of SpongeBob. That's objectively correct. Now I'm a jerk and everybody loves me. And everybody me. loves me. Uh, but I do agree that there are better picks like um, Guzzlord, the dude with like the mouth tummy, uh, Zergatry, like the, the, the inflatable tube man with like an electric head. So, so I do see that. Uh, we also got some free costumes for Lucario, Pikachu, Blastoise, Snorlax, and Sylveon. Yeah, it was unclear if those were brand new costumes that were free, or if those were just free costumes they are making free. Really not sure. All, all, all I know is if you put clothes on Blastoise, I can't not laugh. Yeah, man. it's just... <laughs> it's, it's so good, man. <laughs> uh, so I, I think I saw I think I saw like a fighting Dragonite one where he, where he has like uh, his boxing gloves hanging on his neck. Oh my god! You can you can sort of see here. Let me bring it over here. You can sort of see why Buzzwole <laughs> yeah, re oh reminds me of this dude. This is exactly what I was saying. Jesus, <laughs> living like Larry. <laughs> yeah, I need to see more SpongeBob. I've seen yeah a criminally small amount. That's true. Oh yeah, yeah. We did watch like a few. Thankfully, we gave you some of the best ones. That's true. That one time we watched like four or five episodes because who can't not rewatch Procrastination? Uh, the the uh, what I learned in boating school is what I learned in boating school is <laughs> watch you watch you set me on fire Spongebob why couldn't you finish your essay <laughs> uh, Pokemon Pokemon Master Sex uh, had, an, had an update they like opened with you like ascending uh, ascending Mount Silver to take on take on red they're adding a Very trainer's cool. lodge they're adding mm -hmm. like a trainer's lodge in there uh, yeah, I think that game's. I think that game's really neat because it's the only time those characters will be allowed to be voice acted in the game. <laughs> yes. Yep. But yeah, no, the trailer was very hype. The lodge thing seemed super neat. Yeah, it seems like you can just hang out with the people you have recruited, so that's it's always fun. Uh, yeah, I have a couple uh hard, very hardcore Pokemon fans that were just screaming it. It's them. Just just at random characters they get to hang out with and then pay hundreds yeah. of dollars to roll for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's a that's a scary space to be in, and I kind of want to stay away from it. But every time I see a design and hear the voice, I'm like, maybe I should no. Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. oh yeah, I almost installed it today. It's a little <laughs> dangerous. Speaking of things, I I will have no threat of ever having to install. Uh, uh -huh. They have updates for Pokemon Cafe Remix. Mewtwo's in it. Uh, Again, you can force him. You can force him into labor. He wears a funny hat. Uh, this art style is kind of weird. Uh, I'm like half and half on it. They're like, you need to spec up your whole kitchen with short order chefs. That's all Mewtwo wants. You must feed him good. Yeah, the, the art in this, honestly, I, I love these designs for Pokemon. Put a yeah. Pokemon in a, a chef outfit, I'll buy it every time. But oh, man. Oh, yep. oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw, I saw Rattler with a little tiny red hat because uh, he, he, was, he was working the line. And I'm like, that's really good. This is important. I, I love tiny hats on characters. I think it's funny. And uh, then we get to the, the meat of the presentation. We got some actual details on Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. 
Uh, first off, they put a disclaimer that said, none of this voice that you hear is in this video game. Oh, it was all. beyond that. They literally say all of the words, both spoken and written, are not real. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Like, this is messed up because this whole because this trailer is the principal of the school sending you out on your adventure and oh, like doing Bob, a speech about it. Bob, they're not voicing him. They're voicing the concept of the game, which is literally lining up perfectly with what he's saying. And his they're saying it in a gesture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really the narrator's mic was so bad. I was shocked We're... at the headset they had him use because they had a real person with a good mic do something afterward. Mm -hmm. I was going insane. Or it's just like, go into this region and the treasure hunt. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to voice act. In you need game. to find fucking, the sorcerer's stone. <laughs> yes, uh, they're not going to do any voices in this game. The, the one that came out 10 months ago bomber. didn't <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my, my, uh, if they ever start voicing Pokemon. Uh-huh. I feel like if it isn't the first big, if it isn't the first Pokemon game, mainline Pokemon game on whatever comes after the Switch, mm -hmm. then never ever. They, they will never pull that trigger for like our lifetime. It will be like 20 years from now. Yep. Yeah, this coming out ten, basically 10 months. Actually, it's slightly less by a couple days from the last one that also needed voice acting and didn't have it. I'm like, no, they're just not. Gonna, it's yeah. not good. There has, there has to be just like like, I don't know, like people like Nintendo stands love to do the well, they're they're not doing it because it has soul. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. And I'm, like, and I'm yeah. like, what a coincidence that things that have soul tend to line up with what costs the least money. Yeah, it's very strange. It's but, funny because early this year, it's like, well, Arceus also technically needed environments that were designed and had art. <laughs> Yeah, this thing visually is a huge upgrade in comparison when it comes to the open world stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I just yeah, I, 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 I desperately I, need them to not do the cutscene stuff they did in Arceus where they're like, I'm gonna zoom in on their mouth. And I'm like, stop that. They're not saying anything. I, yeah. I have to assume that, um, because this also seems like it probably performs much better than Arceus. Um, I have to assume that there's just those that that style of model that so closely resembles the actual art, which look great. Like I, I still think the Arceus and Sword and Shield models look better than the character models in this already. Like they still look better, but they must have just such an enormous performance, like check, like they must cost so much. Yeah, in That's terms of what it needs out of the hardware to to have them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so Oop. both with this and uh, oh Jesus, yeah, uh, both with this. And, <laughs> I don't know what's happening in our document, but um, <laughs> uh, but between between the trailer and then them narrating the trailer again, but but with extended like info on it, mm -hmm. this is some sort of open style game. You go to a school where they're like, "This is the treasure hunt," and you're gonna you have like three three stories is is your journey in this game, three routes, uh, and there are two. There are two other ones, but the, but one of them is the gym battle thing. Of one of your journeys is the Pokemon League, and you go pick pick the gym you want, and you're you're gonna go in. They showed one of the gym leaders uh, is is a cute guy that tricked many people. Uh, <laughs> I, I've noticed based on reactions who went cute girl. Uh oh, 
<laughs> yeah. Oops. Look I, out, Twitter. You made a mistake. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I happened to. And then, and then, just... and then, people's the mistake was corrected, and then, and all the sickos showed up to press their face against the window. Uh, yeah, it was really great of just them going. Oh, she seems cute. And then they reply, "Oh no, I was I was wrong." And then I immediately see one of my friends, Ultima, go, "No, you, uh, no, you suck that dick. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy." Uh, we saw some new Pokemon. We got a regional Whooper that's brown. Uh, I don't know why, why, why they're just opening themselves up for Pooper, but uh, it's like ground poison instead yeah. of uh, yeah, it's like a crossbone yeah. now. Crossbones now. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like in the official art. A whooper's mouth uh, is like vertically and small. This one's wide. Yes. <laughs> That's how they decided to draw and delineate it. They have like a dog pastry Pokemon, Fido. It's very good. It's very good. <laughs> Do you think and he's going to turn into like soon. a... <laughs> long, oh, God. Like... oh, man. I want it to be really long. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to turn into French bread. Just <laughs> I don't know what kind of dog Dude, it would I be. Dude, I want a but... French bread Pokemon. <laughs> God. Hmm. And uh, Satitan, which I think is the ice one that they showed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah so, yeah, so that's going to be a slow defensive ice type, so I'm and I, I, I and maybe it won't even evolve, so it'll be in that niche of... Bad? Yeah, yeah of, of quad weak and not really usable, but, you know, I do love myself some ice types, so I might make a mistake. Who knows? I like, um... I like, uh... The Sneezler line. Sneasel. Yes. Oh, no, no. Sneasel. Not Sneasler. Yeah, Sneasel. That horribly named Pokemon what from the it? new one. What's wrong with Sneasler? <laughs> that is maybe the worst name they have ever given a Pokemon. <laughs> I think I have seen Feel on three occasions just tweet fucking Sneasel. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like, I regularly tweet. They really fucking named it Sneasler. They did. <laughs> they were brave. <laughs> no one thought I'm they like, would do I'm, it. Sneasel well me this, Batman. <laughs> call it fucking Sniffler. <laughs> uh, uh, they they finally revealed what the what the game specific gimmick is, which is Terrastalize. Uh, they bedazzle the Pokemon, and it will like sometimes change their type. They look shiny. Uh, and then the game runs terribly. I'm like, you're you're supposed to fake it running well in this trailer, you guys. And they're like, there's sparks everywhere. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Whenever I see these, I just imagine like the Manta Ray Pokemon turning that and then sinking to the bottom of the ocean to stop the suffocating. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> I, I want to see that for any. I, I want to see Soul Rock and Lunatone. They do it and then they go boom. And just fucking crash on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> they no longer can levitate. They are now vulnerable to earthquake. Good. Uh, they they confirmed that raid battles are back, so they so they unfortunately showed a Gardevoir just in, in combat here. Uh, yeah, you will no you will no longer have to wait for other players to do their turn, so you can just like go in. Really great if they're not going to update the AI if you're playing that solo. So that one dude who has <laughs> I, a soul rock that's going to fucking use cosmic power and do nothing. I would really also like them to fix the fucking everything related to the online related to that, because that was a fucking nightmare when we did it, it was like, OK, put up the ad. We all have to quickly try and get it or it will disappear. Yeah, and we won't because yeah. we made us because 
somehow we can only show you eight, even though 30 million people bought this game. I think it's going to be better here because the entire system isn't. It's you and ghosts are like surrounding 18 million ghosts are going to make the frame rate dead. Now it's like four physical players adventuring the same spot and trading. Right. Yeah, like that, that the whole I, like conceit of this game makes so much more sense. It's just like, yeah, yes. yeah I want to play with people I actually know. Yeah, I don't like, want to like, see 100 random people wandering around. That doesn't help me. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's going to make it so that when a raid is happening or a raid location, everyone's going to see it because they're not giving you different instances for your, the separate people you group with. You're, you're all there. Right. You're mm -hmm. gonna, uh, Presumably, just go from co-op to this with no problem. Hopefully, yeah. everything works okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to hope it works okay because I actually really like the act of co-oping the raids with people. I remember I... Uh, like half my playtime alongside actually just burning through Sword and Shield was doing the raids and being like, can we actually beat this, <laughs> beat this dumb thing? So uh, it, it makes sense that they're like, here's our new gimmick that is like Gigantamax, but uh, not a, a little less stupid, in my opinion. Yeah. Then the Pokemon gets big. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the Pokemon uh, gets shinier and gets a hood ornament. Right, like I'd prefer just no, no weird yeah. thing, but this is yeah. like this an acceptable is... middle ground. They can do it to every Pokemon easily, is so we're not yeah. in that weird limited space that so mm -hmm. many of these end up in. Yeah, where it's like, well, yeah. now everything else is useless. I have to use something that can do that. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I just want basic bedazzles. I want as little. We did something special for them as possible because because it always kind of sucks when it's like we made a really good design for this one, but not the one you like. We that made a really good design for this one. What do you mean you wanted one for the starters? <laughs> uh, uh, we'll, no. we'll give you that. We'll give you that one in five months. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was rough. I, I'm just gonna. I'm just forever a bitter asshole that my favorite Pokemon is Flygon, uh, mm -hmm. and they're like, we don't know how to make a Mega design for that. Manetric is a giant lightning bolt that, that someone made at a coffee table in fucking five minutes, but we can't figure out how to do that. A flagon's too per perfect. <laughs> Honestly, it's got goggles. It's got like bug goggles. It came from a conical pit at birth. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh oh, and the last thing: uh, if you pre-order or do early purchase, you will get a Pikachu that uh, knows fly, and it ha is a Terra type flying, which means when it crystallizes, it gets crystal balloons on strings that allow it to float. That's kind of funny. And this I is like apparently it. only available through this. Like, you cannot earn this in game normally. Right, right. It's a pre-order yeah, bonus. Yeah, it, yeah. It, is a, uh, it is a pre-order or early purchase mystery gift. Uh, I, I, couple things. They didn't detail what a, the other two stories were, did they? No, they didn't give us any details. They're just like, there will be other two stories. Hopefully it's more yeah. than one cutscene. <laughs> uh, so I find it interesting that the way they phrased it, I believe, for the uh, raids giving you different terror types is they were like, rarer terror types mm -hmm. can come from raids. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, sounds like... Oh, that makes sense, because that's, um, that is like the Gigantamax, where it it's is. like, it is the, the special version, because I had a um, Toxitricity mm -hmm. that I liked, but it wasn't the one that gets a specific special forms, mm -hmm. which, which made me angry. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds like, again, you'll need to switch out your entire team once you get to the end of this game and can do these raids. 
I'm very interested in uh, the non-linear nature of the gyms. Uh-huh. You know, we didn't talk yeah. about you can tackle them in any order you want. Right. It yeah. sounds like from the current phrasing, and this isn't a hard conf- confirmation either way, I don't believe, it doesn't scale the levels so that y- there may just be like, oh, you went to the wrong fucking side of town, motherfucker. <laughs> now that I, I wasn't going to mention it, there's been a lot of leaks and rumors saying certain builds don't have that yet. So, but we don't know if it's confirmed because I don't, don't really want to trust. Don't have. I don't what? want to trust. Uh, like confirmation, or, or they don't have scaling on them. Yeah, they don't oh, have okay. scaling. Like some builds don't leaks, have, but it might be in. Oh, but I it, wasn't. But it all, I wasn't talking about yeah. that. I was just basing that on like things the devs said specifically. Oh, that, that's why I mentioned oh, yeah. because you brought it up. I wasn't really going to bring it up otherwise because it's like a leak six months before the game came out. I'm like, feel like it's not very hard to. <laughs> Yeah, but the question is entirely on badges you own. Yeah, but at some point, like I think, I think we talked about how how interesting and complicated that could actually get because Mm -hmm. then that means there are sixty four different combinations or something of what their team should look like and what moves their Pokemon should have based on how late they come in the order. Right. Well, if if there's only eight, there really only needs to be like, do you have one badge? Then it'll be this. Do you have two badges? It'll be this. But that's That's for all eight gyms. So they have to Ah, do that eight times for every gym. So it's 64. Um, They they just don't balance it very well and make it easy. That seems to be their MO for a I know, right? Like Pokemon days has just been this discovery of Man, even a drunk asshole can stumble through this game without grinding. And then we hit fifth gen, and I was like, ooh, trying. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, I think it's fine if they don't scale the levels. It's okay that some of them are more tough than others. I mean, in yeah. a sense, that's kind of how Link Between Worlds went, where there's just that one fucking temple that's like, <laughs> fuck yeah. you, buddy. You came to the wrong side of town. And I'm like, man, this game's going to be a challenge. <laughs> oh, I did, did this me. in the wrong order. Uh, 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 <laughs> yes, like, I, I think I did I, that too. I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like there has to be something, because I feel like you say, you can do them in any order. Well, well that one's level 60. Goodbye. And then they run away. Hey, you know, that's just like Skyrim. You, you can could. do whatever you want. <laughs> you could theoretically jump off a cliff and live. Yes. I, 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 I could theoretically start Elden Ring by going and fighting that dude, but I definitely don't want to. But I think there's something interesting to come out of that of people who might find the most optimal way to speed run the game is to do exactly this gym difficulty wise mm-hmm. because it's just barely possible and you'll gain a shitload of levels. I have to wonder if it'll be... Uh, they could do, like, a more... More tiered version of that. So it's like, okay, you do four badges, and then they all upgrade. Like, they all start easy, and then after you do so many, it makes the rest want, hard. I don't want half the gyms to be that easy. I know, um, but... I, I, that's a thing we ran into, some of them, too. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying like, that oh, it's necessarily good. Yeah. Um, or I mean, at least like every some- two would be something Mm -hmm. then you have half as many iterations to do Mm. and you know i don't necessarily need my second gym to be gym to be massively more difficult than the first Mm -hmm. or the seventh and eighth to be massively different either so that that would be an interesting middle ground just do four different for each yeah and that's half as much yeah yeah i would like some sort of title defense thing for the gyms themselves where they're like good once you've actually like gotten all the badges and stuff 
that they need to bring back the title defense thing from sun and moon i'm i'm stunned that that hasn't come back yet where it's like you're the champion now so we have entirely new designs that show up to fight you Hmm. yeah that's really neat yeah, anytime you uh, anytime you beat the game and it's like, I want to go in, they're like, all right, you're fighting the Elite Four. And then pause, load. And this is the person we have picked who will challenge you this time. And I think there was like eight of them in Ultra Sun and Moon. But I loved that. I thought that that was really cool. Um, also, we got to see that apparently you get to ride these legendary Pokemon that are on the cover. Me ride on yeah. and whatever yeah, right. ride on. Yeah, like yeah. both of those are... You get to ride on them. <laughs> I assume they give them to you really early. Mm. Yeah, it seems like that's just you start with, you know, part of the curriculum. You get your textbooks, you get your uh, you get your dinosaur lizard Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They, 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 people made fan art of them being motorcycles months ago, and it looks exactly the same as what we saw here, where they turn into motorcycles. <laughs> Uh, except to accentuate the theme of past versus future, the Scarlet version, despite having a wheel, uses its fucking legs. And when I said that that was stupid, this Fred Flintstone-looking dude, someone's like, it's about the theme of the game because, you know, make it different. And I'm like, why does it have a wheel then? Why don't it just not have the wheel? Yeah, yeah if it just if didn't, it have, didn't the wheel, have the wheel, it would be fine. No one yeah. would even question it for a moment. Well, I wonder if you trade it into the future version, it'll, it'll use the wheel. I, I'll, 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 I doubt you can trade it. I'll, well, yeah, you, yeah, you it, must be it, able. It, it, it's a fucking Pokemon. You have to be able to trade it. It could be in that that tier of ride Pokemon where you don't actually ha- own them. Oh, I'm sh- maybe there'll be two versions. Like I don't know. Maybe there'll be like a battle version and one you just get in a like a is a ride Pokemon. I maybe assume. Better. I assume you trade that thing. You're fucking walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, it's also like your it's also your important HM thing, which I'm like. I love seeing how they skirt around exploration and abandoned HMs where they're like, this thing can ride, it can go up, it can rock climb, it can get wing, I, it gets wing mode and hovercraft mode. I think it's... I think, go ahead, Phil. I think that's a much better solution than Sword and Shield where it's just your bike getting these weird upgrades. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Although that's, that's, wasn't there only one? Yeah, I don't think that... Just I the feel water like there one? wasn't a just lot of the upgrades. Water one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like the, the like the inflatables on the wheels, which like is funny as shit. I, I think it's hilarious. It, yeah. Go ahead, Bob. I I think that it the Pokemon company underestimates how kind of cool it is to actually ride a bicycle around a fantasy world with all sorts of crazy stuff. Like I them going yeah. this way completely is is weird. Yeah, I kind of wanted to explore this massive open world on foot and then on bike. Uh seeing that you're immediately going to go super hella fast on a motorcycle. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It'd be nice if it'd be nice if it's like slow. And then as you progress in the game, you find ways to you can spec it out. Uh, hey, I have to level see, up my Mirai Don's like speed. See, he runs on his feet at first and then he uses, you know, the goddamn wheels. <laughs> now that now that would be, would be really wonderful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like the idea. They they keep doing the ride Pokemon stuff. They've been doing it for for years. I think the funniest one is is that goddamn Sneasler, where it like puts you in his backpack so it can climb up walls. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's that's all the Pokemon news we got. Uh, this is still looking pretty good. I'm really interested in what the other stories will be. It'd be really funny if one of them's Pokemon contests. 
and they actually make Pokemon coordinator like a profession you can actually do. And that'd be yeah, if like if yeah, if like if one is like okay, you're, you 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 want to go into like the academic side, so just catch as many Pokemon as you possibly can, and maybe there'll be like something like the big totem Pokemon that you have to catch. Like this is this is like the most exciting new Pokemon thing in a while to me, where it's like no, you have multiple campaigns basically. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hope I, they're actually fleshed out, and it's not like we didn't really try ex- with any except the except the gem one. We're sorry. Yeah, I could definitely see it being Pokemon Ma- Pokemon Master, where it's just the gyms in the league, a researcher that's, and they do most of what you did in Arceus, and then one for like Pokemon contests or something completely new. We we probably couldn't predict. Maybe yeah, maybe it's Pokemon Ranger, and that's where you get to beat up the evil team in this one, where it's like they're fucking poachers. Go break their knees. Yeah, I was gonna say. I imagine the fi- yeah. one of those is going to be just the the evil team, sort of one. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, that would be really funny that they have a route that's like narrative JRPG thing, where it's all the bad guys and the legendary Pokemon's gonna get out, and then the Pokemon League one is like, yeah, this is just straight to the point. Just g- get in there. <laughs> Yeah, none of us want to save the world, kid. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're here for sponsorships, and (laughs) we're we're here. We're here to get agents' attention. But this 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 one percenter, he's ruining the world. Yeah, that's great. Are you gonna buy some G fuel? (laughs) Then shut the fuck up. (laughs) I I need to get uh, these sales. Yes, and and obviously you can interweave through these campaigns. You're not locking yourself in to them. Yeah, it just we, becomes this thing of I don't want to do this, Jim. I'm gonna do something else. Yeah, we didn't really yeah. apply that, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, uh, but that's but it for the yeah, news. This, yeah, this looks cool. Uh, that's all the news we have. Uh, Cogist. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it starts. Ah! It starts how tomorrow. You, how, you, how how are you holding that? Are uh, is there like a handle on the back of the box? Oh, you you ever stick your finger through a disc? Well, Bob's doing that through the back of the box. He has all oh, five oh. fingers. Just... <laughs> oh, ah, yeah. He's uh he's holding that really strongly, actually. Uh, but yeah, Cogus Gears of War month starts tomorrow. We're going through Gears of War one. Uh. Hey, Bob. Cool. Hey, what's up? We forgot to buy Durax. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> actually genuinely excited for this. I have no idea what the fucking plot of these games is. I always just play Horde mode in multiplayer. <laughs> that's, that's, ex- that's exciting. Bob has given it nothing but heaping praise. Uh, yes, totally. Exactly. Yeah, de- definitely. That's a good logo, by the way. I really like that. Really it's really good. There. It's really good. Uh, KZ, what do you got going on in the next week? I feel like Xenoblade's only got like two more days left in the tank, honestly. So I'm gonna fin- I'm gonna finish that off. Uh, probably take a day to recover whenever I finish that. Um, that would be a good idea. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then switch into some some variety stuff. But I also want to start Digimon Survive, which launched on the same day. And I would like to, I want to see how that is. Uh, but that's, I think that's all I've got going on. Okay. Uh, Mr. Feel? 
Uh, I don't know. I haven't decided what I'm going to stream now that I'm done with Nirvana Initiative, but it'll be something. Mm. I'm going to stream. Just you wait. <laughs> That's uh, right. <laughs> I'm going to stream <laughs> X-Blades. Uh, I'm fucking not streaming uh, X-Blades. That certainly is a fucking accident. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's 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 rough. Honestly, anyone going, I'm gonna stream X-Blades. It's like, okay, I'm gonna notify Twitch that this is self-arm. <laughs> I, I I played X-Blades. Um that game is like, what if we had no mechanics and were was eight hours long? That's And then, and then they made a sequel and it was like we don't need to try and pretend to be anime anymore so we're just going to have realistic graphics we bought from the epic store or whatever <laughs> uh, the sequel being called Blades of Time yeah yeah oh okay well that's gonna do it for Big Think this week uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. Big thing to mention this week. Oh my god, that's loud. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Bob, I actually don't know. I gotta ask real quick before we disappear into this ending thing. Uh huh. Is Coltrane in Gears 1? Yeah. Oh, thank god. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Big Think Dimension. Podcasts such as these are only possible via your support over on patreon.com slash gbpodcast, where you can also get movie commentary tracks, extra armchair devs, and extra gamer premonitions whenever those happen. 